0: with key ingredients supported by over 80 clinical trials. The exclusive formulation of the Bella Grace Elixir is changing lives everywhere. Ingesting collagen peptides alone is not very helpful. This is where most products fall short and where Bella Grace changes everything. Unlike other products, The Bella Grace Elixir controls the gene switches which activate collagen creation and disables the enzymes that break down the matrix. Bella Grace Elixir contains Verisol, the world's best and most clinically studied form of collagen. These elite collagen peptides influence the skin's collagen metabolism directly from the inside. nature's most powerful antioxidant. 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C, Astoreal Astaxanthin prevents the activation of gene switches that drive inflammation and activates the gene switch responsible for cellular repair and longevity, forming bridges across cell membranes, protecting them from free radical attack. Amazonian cat's claw suppresses the enzymes that degrade collagen and our skin matrix caused by oxidants and inflammation. It simply turns the switch off. The world's most studied collagen, plus activating the genes that make collagen, plus switching off the genes that break down collagen, has resulted in something the world has never experienced. The Bella Grace Elixir. Start your 30-day Bella Grace challenge
1: today. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson Tonight. On Saturday morning, August 10th, 2019, Attorney General William Barr was working in his home office when his chief of staff called to say that Jeffrey Epstein had just been found dead in his cell in New York City. Barr was shocked and upset to hear this. His first reaction, as he recounts in his memoir, was to worry that some people in America might not buy the idea that Jeffrey Epstein had killed himself. Quote, no one's gonna believe it was a suicide, Barr fretted to his chief of staff. There will be conspiracy theories all over the place. Now that's a pretty odd response if you think about it. At the time, there was no way that Bill Barr could have known for sure how Jeffrey Epstein died. So you would think as the Attorney General, his first concern would be finding out what actually happened. But instead, his first concern was worried that the public might jump to unapproved conclusions about what happened. And in some ways, Bill Barr was right to worry. Many Americans did not believe that Jeffrey Epstein had killed himself. Given the strange circumstances of his death, stranger even than most people understood at the time, it was gonna take a sustained public relations campaign to convince Americans that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. But Bill Barr was willing to make the effort. Two days later, he flew to New Orleans, gave a speech, and said this.
2: I was appalled, and indeed the whole department was, and frankly, angry, to learn of the MCC's failure to adequately secure this prisoner. We are now learning of serious irregularities at this facility that are deeply concerning and demand a thorough investigation. The FBI and the Office of Inspector General are doing just that. We will get to the bottom of what happened, and there will be accountability.
1: So the country is skeptical and concerned. Bill Barr is skeptical and concerned. We will get to the bottom of what happened, and there will be accountability, he promised that day. But that turned out to be untrue. Three and a half years after Jeffrey Epstein died, no one has gotten to the bottom of what happened that day, and there has been no accountability for it. The only people ever punished for the grotesque malfeasance surrounding Epstein's death were two low-level guards who fell asleep on duty that night. Both pleaded guilty to falsifying government records. But last year, with no real explanation, an Obama-appointed judge dropped all charges against both of them. One of the guards may still work for the federal government. As for getting to the bottom of what happened, despite many promises from many various officials, neither the FBI nor the Justice Department's Office of Inspector General has ever issued a report explaining how Jeffrey Epstein died. Not a word. So, once again, three and a half years after one of the most widely covered deaths of our time, there are still no answers and there is still no accountability. Why is that? Well many reasons, probably, but one of them is that Washington veteran Bill Barr, the only man in the modern era to serve as Attorney General twice, declared the Epstein case closed. Now at first blush, Barr seems to have good reason for doing that. By the end of 2019, Barr writes in his memoir, I was confident that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide by hanging himself. Now why did Bill Barr believe that? Well, the first piece of evidence he offers up is this, quote, the New York City medical examiner had conducted an autopsy and ruled that Epstein killed himself by hanging. That's the first piece of evidence. The second is this. It's a videotape that, quote, confirmed the medical examiner's findings. I personally reviewed that video footage, Barr writes. It shows conclusively that between the time Epstein was locked in a cell at 749 p.m. on the night of August 9th and the time he was discovered the next morning at 630, no one entered his tier. end quote. Therefore, Bill Barr explained, we can know for sure that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. In his book, Barr ends this section on Epstein with a self-congratulatory note. The management changes I made at the time to the federal prison system were good ones, and I think the agency is slowly on its way back. In other words, everything is fine now, let's move on. This was enough for most journalists in Washington. Virtually every subsequent news story about Jeffrey Epstein's death denounced skeptics of the official story as crazy, who, for whatever reason, were engaged in, quote, baseless conspiracy theories. What's amazing, in retrospect, is that none of these reporters, veterans at the Washington Post, the Associated Press, NBC News, the New York Times, many others, none of them ever thought to revisit Bill Barr's assessment of Epstein's death and measure it against the basic tenets of common sense. If you did that, you saw that what Bill Barr said about Jeffrey Epstein was transparently absurd and very obviously dishonest. Barr began by claiming that the medical examiner who conducted Epstein's autopsy ruled his death a suicide. But that is not true. The initial cause of death following the autopsy was not suicide but, quote, pending, which is to say, unclear. The medical examiner who performed the autopsy could not say how Jeffrey Epstein died. Forensic pathologist Michael Bodden, who was also present that day, came away believing Epstein had been murdered. After reviewing more than 1,000 suicides by hanging in New York State, Bodden later said he couldn't find a single neck injury, not one, that matched the injury that Epstein sustained. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, Baden concluded. He was strangled. The physical evidence he saw at the autopsy made that obvious. But New York City's chief medical examiner, Barbara Sampson, who was not present at the autopsy, overruled the judgment of those who were. Days later, on the basis of no new evidence or investigation, Barbara Sampson simply declared Jeffrey Epstein's death a suicide. That was the city's official but totally unsupported conclusion, which Bill Barr and many others promptly repeated. Why did Chief Medical Examiner Barbara Sampson do that? We don't know. We called Sampson today to ask her, but she hung up on us. Then there's the question of the videotape, which Barr cited. Both cameras trained on the door of Jeffrey Epstein's cell did not work that night, famously. And to this day, no one has explained why they didn't work. So the video footage that Bill Barr said he watched didn't cover Epstein's cell, just the entrance to the larger cell block. No one came in or out of the tier, Barr said. Therefore, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. So let's consider that claim rationally. On the night of August 9, Jeffrey Epstein was being held in the special housing unit of the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan, the most secure part of the city's federal lockup. It would be physically impossible for a stranger to get in and out of this facility without an electronic pass and without being seen by the countless cameras in place between the street and the locked ninth floor of the building. So if Jeffrey Epstein was murdered, he was not murdered by an intruder, someone who came into the tier, He was murdered by someone on his own cell block, obviously. There were seven other cells on Epstein's tier, and each one housed dangerous criminals. So if you were looking for a killer, you would figure out who was in those cells. But no one seems to have thought of that or done it. The Bureau of Prisons refused to provide us with a list of the inmates on Epstein's tier. It's not clear how many of them were even interviewed by investigators, despite the fact that some of them were transferred out of the facility shortly after Epstein's death. That's a baffling oversight. Instead, Attorney General Bill Barr simply assured the country that no one from outside came into Jeffrey Epstein's tier and declared the case solved. And if you think about it, that is a remarkable way to assess a potential crime scene, especially when you consider the source. Bill Barr was not a civilian or a crime novel aficionado, He was the chief law enforcement officer of the United States. He was the nation's top cop. His job was to solve crimes. And yet somehow with all his law enforcement experience, it never seemed to dawn on Bill Barr that if there was a killer, the killer would have come from one of the cells on Epstein's tier. And then further, apparently no one in the entire FBI suggested this to Bill Barr as they reviewed the case. Excuse me, Mr. Attorney General, It doesn't matter what the camera outside the tier shows. What matters is what happened inside the tier. Again, obvious. And yet apparently no one at DOJ ever said that to Bill Barr and no one in the media noticed. It's all very strange. And the story gets much stranger once you start pressing a little bit. We've pressed pretty hard for the last few days on this question, not because we have any special affection for Jeffrey Epstein. We've pressed because you don't want to live in a country where it's possible to murder people in federal lockup, cover up the killings, and then get away with them. That's scary. That should not be allowed in this or any other civilized place. But in the case of Jeffrey Epstein, it appears that it was allowed. And on one level, you can see why it was. This is one of those crimes that has no natural constituency pushing to solve it. The only people who liked Jeffrey Epstein were his friends, and some of them are clearly happy he's dead. Here's Bill Gates, whom records show spent quite a bit of time with Jeffrey Epstein after he became a registered sex offender.
3: What did you do when you found out about his background? Well,
4: you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. uh, And there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that.
3: Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this?
4: Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. uh.
1: Well, he's dead, along with his many secrets about me and the rest of our friends. Boo hoo. We're so sorry. So, so sorry. You can imagine that Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew and many, many others feel the same way. No one wants to talk about what happened to Jeffrey Epstein because privately a lot of people are happy about what happened to Jeffrey Epstein this week we've called virtually every person involved in the story surrounding jeffrey epstein's death and with very few exceptions none of them would speak to us some of them hung up immediately others declined all comment one of them the doj case officer supposedly assigned to investigate epstein's death refused even to acknowledge that he worked for the federal government i'm not going to confirm or deny that said mr lyson daniel when we reached him on his cell phone why is that we asked him i'm not going to confirm or deny that he repeated For his part, former Attorney General Bill Barr also turned down our offer to come on tonight. He did not explain why. One person we did speak to at length is Jeffrey Epstein's brother Mark, his only living relative. The two were never in business together, but Mark Epstein wound up more financially successful even than his famous sibling. So he's not looking for money from the estate. He is interested in finding out what happened to his brother. On the basis of those conversations with Mark Epstein, as well as with a criminal defense attorney called David Schoen, who also knew Jeffrey Epstein well and met with him in his cell shortly before he died, here is a list of questions that any honest investigator would want the answers to. First, why do so many public officials persist in claiming that Jeffrey Epstein attempted suicide in prison once before, on July 23rd, 2019? Now that's a very convenient claim if you're trying to convince people that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself but there is no evidence that it's true. In fact, Jeffrey Epstein himself adamantly denied ever trying to kill himself in prison or out. He denied this to his friends, to his lawyers, and to prison psychologists. He said instead that he was injured by another inmate. That's why he was in fetal position on the ground. According to David Schoen, who talked to him shortly after that event, Epstein seemed upbeat, happy, and confident of his release from jail. But he was very concerned about being hurt by someone in a nearby cell. And speaking of nearby cells, were the cells on Epstein's tier locked for the entire night, the night he was killed? We've heard from a source that they were not locked, that inmates were able to move from one cell to another, including into Jeffrey Epstein's cell. Can the Bureau of Prisons give us clarity on this? Can they prove otherwise? And by the way, who moved Jeffrey Epstein's body and who gave the order to do that? Epstein was discovered the morning of August 10th by a part-time prison guard called Michael Thomas, who amazingly, Was the very same guard who discovered him in fetal position on the floor after his previous falsely reported suicide attempt but by the time the emts arrived epstein's body had been moved to the prison infirmary that's a clear violation of federal policy who ordered that and though jeffrey epstein had been dead for at least two hours when the guard found him in his cell by the time the emts arrived epstein was clad in a hospital gown that means that somebody for some reason, cut away Jeffrey Epstein's prison uniform and redressed his stiffening corpse in new clothes. Why would anyone do that? And then to make it even stranger, Jeffrey Epstein's corpse was intubated. Air was blown into his lifeless lungs. It's not clear why. Now there was handheld video of all of this happening that might explain it, but that video has never been released. In fact, authorities will not even acknowledge that it exists, but it does exist. Nor has the EMT's account of what they saw that day, their mandatory so-called pre-hospital care report, ever been released. Nor, most strikingly of all, are there photographs of Jeffrey Epstein dead in his cell. And that means it's impossible to know the position of his body when it was found or how he died. Was Jeffrey Epstein hanging from a bed sheet, as the authorities insist? They say he was strangled by a ligature of his own making. His neck was bloody, but the strip of sheet was not. Or was he killed with the electrical cord from his CPAP machine for sleep apnea? That's what Dr. Boden concluded, because that would be consistent with his actual injuries at autopsy. These are very basic questions. These are not conspiracy theories. They're obvious questions. They are the essential questions, in fact, in any legitimate investigation. But apparently nobody has even tried to answer them. We dutifully called the Department of Justice today to ask them to explain some of this, They refused on the grounds that there's, quote, an active investigation in progress. But that is a lie. There is no investigation into Jeffrey Epstein's death. For moving on four years now, there has never been an investigation into Jeffrey Epstein's death, the death of an American citizen. Now, we can only speculate as to why that is, but all the explanations are bad and ominous. Maybe someone in the new Republican Congress should look into all of this, not because Jeffrey Epstein was an American hero, but because for once, it would be nice to see the federal government forced to tell the truth about something. Subscribe to the Fox News YouTube channel to catch our nightly opens. Stories that are changing the world and changing your life. From Tucker Carlson tonight. Previously
5: on The Pete Santilli Show.
6: They came out and he outed himself have you heard anything else about that has he been arrested has he
5: been raided <laughs> yeah that's what see. they do they just like throw their stuff they throw their stuff out there media. AI 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 and then <laughs> and then that's it it's over they they, they like debunk and go well, right? I
6: I honestly don't think that it was him uh damn love and you know that I've said that from the very beginning but here's what I do know you did say it from the
5: very beginning
6: yeah but here's what I do know okay but
5: Jay red and I were all over it
6: I I know well because there's a formula about how these guys look and and you can't say enough about I'm sorry you can't say enough about how you know the overall uh the overall appearance of these guys—that they they dress alike, they have the same beard, they wear the same sunglasses,
5: everything. you know, same man bun, same yeah, everything—the
6: same everything, right? So I mean, but it's, see, it's J. Red and
5: myself—I mean, not, not to be dismissive of you, okay? Right, but. Danny P. Love had his dad killed and me, almost killed. Yeah. And and so you say, I don't think it's him. Well, I looked him in the freaking beady eyes. I know. know, I've met Daniel P. Love, who, uh, who, who, by the way, his name is going to come up again. I'm sure he's listening right now. I'm going to gather together with a whole bunch of people in the name of Jesus Christ, and we're going to stop what is going on with this national assets corporation thing. You're trying to take $167 trillion in natural resources wealth and sell it off on the stock market, and you don't own it.
7: Okay, do you want... Board- mean
5: to uh, have you speak with like chair Kraus today. Jeff so is that a commu- communication person. Or uh, yeah, I mean, if let you want to, yeah. But but, what... well, ma'am, as a matter of fact, can... yeah. I don't. You, sure, you sound so nice. I don't even. You know, I don't even want you to mention your name, okay, to me. I just want you to know you sound very kind. But but, make no mistake about Thank it. You. This telephone call right here, okay, is a. Significant thing, and you haven't been there that long. But you need to go look up my name, and and and, and don't believe anything you read in your internal documents, by the way. Uh, but this is a very significant okay. call. Okay, very significant.
7: Okay, well, I will definitely get the message to uh, Tracy, and let me just check to see if Jeff is available. All right, Jeff. And so I will transfer you. All right. If not, I will, you know, include him and Tracy on the... Thank reach you.
5: back to you and so the attorneys they can't be trusted i will just say that one of the highest level people possible i'm not even going to mention their name because they're redeeming themselves uh-huh. right and uh-huh. how do they redeem themselves you take their nuts you put it in a freaking vice and you say you already screwed this up i know <laughs> you know no, i'm gonna go ahead and we're on it president trump's team yeah good excellent that's good it's good faith effort You're not on the bad team. You wouldn't be calling me. Yeah. So, I'm going to go ahead and just say you got caught freaking screwing the pooch. And now to honor America, especially the
8: brave men and women serving our nation in the Persian Gulf and throughout the world. Please join in the singing of our national anthem. The anthem will be followed by a flyover of F-16 jets from the 56th Tactical Training Wing at MacDill Air Force Base, and will be performed by the Florida Orchestra under the direction of Maestro Yaha Ling, and sung by Grammy Award winner Whitney Houston.
9: your own risk because it leads to the future not a future that will be but one that might be this is not a new world it is simply an extension of what began in the old one it has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time it has refinements technological advances and a more sophisticated approach to the destruction of human freedom But like every one of the superstates that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for mankind in the Twilight Zone.
5: Good, good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, hold on a second. Oh my God. Come on.
6: So I have to say,
5: what do you have to say?
6: That when we revisit the Tucker Carlson, right? Uh, at the very top of the show, when Mm -hmm. we revisited that, there's so much information going around. And so it's like, you always say, it's like, you know it's like a garden hose of information somebody's just spraying you in the face we tend to forget uh the whole epstein saga and tucker carlson was one of the only ones out there uh, who was saying something's just not right about this right it's never been conclusive that he killed himself and and now we're looking at uh, now we're looking at the court documents right from the delane maxwell case and and i gotta tell you uh they didn't really tell us anything that we didn't know but what they did do was you know we saw the depth of of some of the complete uh what they were being accused of people were being accused of here right so i found that very interesting but well What do you think? Did you learn anything new? Well, this
5: this is, yeah, this is what I learned is that they've Mm -hmm. redacted the names. Well, we have low audio. Sorry. All right. I'll fix that. Hold on. Hold on a second. Low audio. All right. And then we have high audio and then we'll crackling high audio and low audio and Mm -hmm. the audio is audio. There you go. (laughs) Is everybody good? Is everyone good? Do we have good audio? Sassy lady, turn up your volume. There you go. What do you think? Mm. Do we have good audio? We got five by five over here. A lot of people saying five by five. Sounds great. Okay. Um, Bill Tennis says medium audio. So Rumble uh, is, I don't know, Rumble's got an issue with the audio because it sounds perfect uh, over at Locals. That's interesting. And it's the same feed. Yeah, it is. So... Uh, we'll I can turn, turn it, it on up you. just don't complain when it's crackling.
6: <laughs> well, don't do that because it gets distorted. But
5: exactly. So, um,
6: so I'm listening to all of this last night. And I was really into deep. We ran off all the documents, right? Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a uh, a spaces where Marjorie Taylor Green was in there, and all of these top people that were listening. Laura Loomer was in there also, and and uh, people were going over. Uh, what they were finding in real time, which was really kind of interesting, right? We don't have the resources uh, to put a team on going over these documents, right? And so it was very useful. I have to say probably one of the first useful things, real useful things on one of those spaces that, that I've actually left on more than five minutes. Hmm. So um, it was, you know, when you talk about the release of it, but we got squared away early and people were saying, Oh, it's going to be this list of all of these movie stars. Well, you know, a year or so ago, they, somebody made up a list and put it out there and had all these movie stars on it. And we found out early on, figured out early on, that's not what it was going to be. These are chauffeurs, butlers, maids, uh, and, and, Joffrey's own and, and other victims that are still does, um, that, uh, that their recollection and their testimony of who did what. And you, you said something that was pretty, uh, telling for me. And that was that Alan Dershowitz was mentioned more than Bill Clinton was. Right. But it absolutely exonerates, uh, Donald J. Trump, right. He was never on the Island. He was never at a ranch in Arizona. He was never, uh, you know, he never put his hands on any of the girls. Uh, So, and he, you know, but the big one was that he was never on the island. Bill Clinton, however, was. Right. So.
5: Yes. Now, let me share something else with everybody. By the way, uh, to let everybody know, uh, I've been asking you guys to, you know, do the equivalent of, you know, I can cut a hole through the concentration camp fence and scream at everybody in line with their towel, you know, over their shoulder and their cup in their hand thinking they're on their way to go get a shower and a cup of soup, but no, you're going to be Zyklon B. So I'm saying, follow me. Come through the hole. And the way we do that is, you know, baby steps, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, and then go really fast and then dive through the hole, right? Uh Um, You cannot sit there uh, in line and say, well, you're going to talk nicer to me. You got to change your approach. You could catch more peas with honey. You know, no, no, no. Uh, I'm telling you, you're going to be Zyklon B. So this is what we do. We give you steps to take right you're gonna hear about that Bill Ogden's coming on we got it save each county 3143 if you are one of the majority of Americans that are sitting there waiting for somebody else to save your country then you will watch it go away everybody needs to participate Mm. and little steps little baby steps uh, supporting us is a great way we keep the First Amendment going because I'm gonna freaking blow the system up today again these oh a bunch of corrupt bastards, mm. uh, including everybody at Congress is down there taking pictures uh, at the border. All right, we're going to mm-hmm. obliterate them. Okay, everybody down there, listen. Since 2014, I was down at McAllen, Texas. I was the uh, following Catholic charities who's shagging little kids. Um, Is the really big problem uh, at the border just letting people pour through Mm. Um, or is the really, really big problem the 100,000 plus children that go missing from the massive infrastructure of child sex trafficking and human trafficking or is the biggest problem Congress, Republican in particular, that turns a blind eye to it? What's bigger? Mm. Well, you got you probably have Jim Jordan down there too without a jacket, mm-hmm. don't we? I haven't I haven't seen it, but I'm sure I'll see that picture in an email saying well, vote for us and we'll stop things.
6: What's really great is uh, that uh, to, uh, I believe it's tomorrow, so we'll Ben Berquam. We'll have it ready by Monday. <clears throat> ben Berquam is going to be sitting down with you,
5: Ben Berquam, and
6: is. Yep. and you guys are going to be talking about what happened yesterday and Speaker. Johnson, Mike Johnson, went down to the border, met with Ben Berkwam. We're going to mm-hmm. see the film of that. Mm-hmm. And Ben's going to tell us what's really going on. Uh,
5: ben you know, ben knows that the 100,000 children are missing, okay? Sure. Intentionally on purpose, mm-hmm. okay? Accidentally on purpose. Um, you have people down at the border, and, and it's all political theater for the purposes of, you see, uh, the Republicans have failed for years many years dating all the way back to the bushes when they're shagging illegal aliens to mm-hmm. uh tyson chicken uh, they the republicans are really good at letting illegal aliens pour over the borders. So they can they can use them as cheap chinese friggin slave laborers or the equivalent thereof how do i know this there were a lot of illegals in the construction boom uh in southern california um, That was all led by Republicans, illegal aliens pouring over, right? Um, The illegal aliens that have been pouring over for the better part of a decade. Okay. Now they have a solid infrastructure. Yeah. They literally have concentration camps
10: Mm
5: -hmm. uh, uh, for children. Uh, Walmart's converted. It's no longer a conspiracy theory. Walmart's converted to child concentration camps
6: many of them did and
5: there's an infrastructure that's set up okay um there's an infrastructure that is set up so that the republicans the democrats the the uniparty they Mm -hmm. triple dip you want me to tell you how they triple dip? how um if not quadruple dip right Mm -hmm. uh they earn money because the border's wide open that's a bad thing and republicans think that they You know, if they get in office and take over the House, the Senate, and (laughs) the presidency, that they're going to shut down the border. Well, Mm -hmm. they were the ones that invented the idea to begin with. Yeah. Um, But now you got these NGOs, okay? And the NGOs make a lot of money. You're going to hear about it. Uh, There was a redacted piece put out. Um, They make money directly and indirectly from kickbacks from these contracts in the millions and millions of dollars. Catholic charities, Jewish charities... Freaking Bobo the Clown Charities, all these charities, these politicians get lobbied by these big, big organizations, and they get campaign contributions from these NGOs. And then on top of that, of course, so they're fundraising uh, to, you know, to run for office because they're going to go beat Joe Biden. And, you know, and they're a bunch of losers. It's the loser industrial complex. no money, by the way, in winning and defeating your opposition. Uh, There's more money in leaving the border open and then complaining that your political opposition uh, has it open. Mm -hmm. It's all a freaking sham. There's hundreds of millions of dollars to pour in because Americans are literally that stupid to think that the Republicans getting in office is going to stop it when, in fact, they and their do-nothing policy actually caused the problem.
6: Well, a lot of these towns, Mm. remember towns, cities, things like that, in the beginning, they were loving all of this. Why? Because they were getting grants from the federal government. They're getting uh-huh. money like you just said was pouring in, uh-huh. especially along these border towns. And now, it the government, it, of course, there's not enough money in the world to sustain what's happening down there on the border and what's happening in these major cities across the United States. There's not enough money in the world to to sustain this peak. And so now they're starting to feel the crunch and They weren't expecting this either. And that is that the black communities in these major cities, these red, I mean, sorry, these blue cities right across America are starting to rise up and they're starting to protest and they're starting to say, you can't even handle, you know, the promises you made to the black community. Now you're adding to it. These people are coming in, they're getting hotel rooms, they're getting all this money. And black people in the in these communities, guess what's happening to them? They're saying, "Wait your turn." We we've, we've pushed these people up to the top, and and what's really amazing about that is is that it is causing them to say, "Wait a minute, you know what's happening here? We thought we were at the top of the list, and now there's a, another social level and another social struggle in these communities in these cities because of the uh, immigrants getting top priority so but the government you're right the government it these small towns these small communities all the way up to the big city communities the money was pouring in and that's what motivates this that's what motivates this to happen and they don't care about kids you know getting sex trafficked or women being human trafficked they don't care they don't care about that all of these social programs like the Catholic Church the Jewish, the I don't think so much Muslims, but uh, probably some. And all of these places that are uh, getting billions of dollars from the United States government, you know, they're like going, what are you talking about? What do they call them? NGOs? Is that what they're calling them now? Yeah,
5: now? non-governmental organizations. Yeah, these people that ride around
6: Listen. in mm. in uh, in Jeeps and stuff where and follow Ben Burkwam around to make sure he's you know, that they tell the immigrants that are coming in not to listen to him. He's a Trump supporter, right? That's, they're getting paid millions, if not billions of dollars across the United States to do this. And, you know, of course they don't want it to stop. They don't want it to stop. They don't. Instead Mm -hmm. of saying, stop this, they're saying, we're going to need more money. (laughs) Right.
5: That's exactly right.
6: It's motivational.
5: So ladies and gentlemen, um, it also you see there's there's an incentive these global elite these rich people that like shagging babies uh that that um uh trafficking network i just referred to uh, Uh as a result of the border you got jim jordan down there without his shirt he's all you know tough guy collegiate wrestler type uh attitude and Uh he's down there at the border and donate to him and And if you donate to him, then they're going to investigate. Well, really, I've been investigating since 2014. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a matter of fact, hey, Jim, why don't you roll up your sleeves and freaking Google? And you'll figure out what's happening. Inside, the interior is even worse
3: Mm -hmm.
5: than your little pictures down there at the border. That's, that's um, That's the entry into the United States. That's not what I'm worried about. Entry into the United States... Is easy to stop it's almost impossible to stop when you have people like Jim Jordan and and Mike uh, Johnson ignoring the child sex trafficking which uh-huh. by the way they probably make money directly and indirectly from that because rich people are are buying up babies did you know that we have witnesses that are working for the NGOs they're getting paid tens of millions of dollars and guess what they're doing they're helping to facilitate the distribution uh, and the travel of the five-month-old child to a sponsor. You know, you, by the way, you're supposed to, you know, with the sponsor, you're supposed to verify. You got, is, are you a family member? How can a five-month-old verify that their family sponsor is who they say they are when they can't even speak? How does that happen? Hmm? That's right. So so Jim Jordan, okay, roll up your sleeves and learn how to freaking Google and go back and take a look at my videos back in 2014 and 15 Mm -hmm. when the same thing was happening. Like when uh, we were stopping the buses that they were shagging all these illegal aliens that were infected with freaking scabies, Mm -hmm. cramming 120 into a facility that took 30 they only had 30 beds, but they put 120 people in there with freaking Jiffy Pop blankets. Mm. Okay. When when I was trying to stop it, and then John McCain intervened, of course, the Republican, you know, saying, oh, the radical right wing terrorist Pete Santilli is interfering with the buses. So you know what he did? He was putting, they were putting Guatemalans on planes in Guatemala, processing them uh, over Skype so that. They could go around us catching them on the buses and and following the buses. This is in 2014 there, Jimmy Jordan. Roll Mm -hmm. up your sleeves, buddy. Go freaking Google. Oh, I'm sorry. He has basically made a living ignoring all the really good stuff. But that's what Congress is, aren't they? When they conduct an investigation into the weaponization of government towards the American people... He skips right over the fact that he's working for the entity that, the mo- that is the most powerful weapon in the weaponization of government mm-hmm. towards the American people. That's called the U.S. Congress. Yeah. It's a freaking sham. Mm. And guess what's at stake here? If 100,000 missing children at the hands of the largest weapon towards the weaponization of government against Americans, if 100,000 children aren't worth your time and consideration to say that Congress must be pulverized, obliterated, get rid of them, get rid of them, and start from scratch because they are a weapon. I dare you to go call. Shoot, man, there's bureaucracies. You know what I say? Afuera. ¡Afuera! ¡Afuera!
6: Yeah, that's what's going to have to happen. Send
5: somebody in there and get rid of these freaking... I call the Bureau of Land Management. I stayed online the line for five minutes to say, if you'd like to transfer to this department that has nothing to do with the Constitution, press five. If you want to transfer to this bureaucratic entity where people are sitting there doing um, 10 minutes work, uh, stretched out over an eight-hour day, press this department. If uh-huh. you want to count a bunch of CARP and pay people $90,000 a year to the volunteer foreign exchange students, by the way, that's happening.
10: Mm-hmm.
5: The Fish and Wildlife Service pays volunteer foreign exchange students $80,000, $90,000 a year. They do. They do. Volunteers.
6: We couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, what the hell I have it documented,
5: it? by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
10: Absolutely.
6: Yeah.
5: By the way, FBI was in that black bag, you freaking bastards. I have copies of it. It's offshore. Sorry. Hmm? Catch me if you can.
10: Mm.
5: Pete's cracking. It's okay. You know um, well, listen. Okay. You know, Pete's, so uh, I, Pete's cracking. Deb's good. I so, suck. I gotta go. So here's the thing. We, we got children missing. Just take the crackling. Okay.
10: Yeah.
5: So, I, I'm so freaking agitated. I need to move along though. <laughs> I cannot do your, I, I can't, I need to move on. I'm sorry. I got crackling. So I need to get off camera and I'm going to play a video because I'm so oh, okay. freaking pissed off. Yeah, I'm I so get it, off. I get it. You're gonna play a
6: video. Yeah, be,
5: because you know what? Here, and, and guess what? You know who you know what the greatest weapon is that's destroying my country?
10: What?
5: Is a bunch of apathetic buzzard Americans that are doing nothing.
10: Mm.
5: Because you know what? Um a bank robber that steals my money, all right, and he goes into a bank and he steals the money, he runs out, is one thing. He's a criminal. Mm-hmm. But the problem I have is nobody's stopping him. The people, you know, I watched a man in Hollywood get the living pulp beat out of him, pulled out of his car. He was a Hollywood actor.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And his daughter's crying in the background. And you know, people were watching it.
6: Yeah, filming it.
5: Filming it, yeah. watching it.
6: There was, I saw a video I, just the other day. What do you think about that, Pete? It says here's that. The, the, um, all of these people who stand around and watch these, mm-hmm. uh, young black men and young white men and girls and all of these people that are standing around filming it, not doing anything.
5: Are, yeah, I mean, that, that is
6: social media really. I'm, I'm, starting, that I'm
5: starting to, to blame the American people. Uh, well,
6: there uh, obviously there is a, I mean, they get millions of clicks when they upload these videos so
5: that's fine so the videographer um uh, we'll give him a free pass maybe he's mm-hmm. he's getting good clicks and he needs them you know what he also yeah. documented what has formed my opinion and that is mm-hmm. all the people in front of the camera okay mm-hmm. they were watching it what yeah. were they doing what, what were they waiting for yeah, Didn't even the intervene. yeah they don't they don't they don't all right listen let's it's uh, amazing let's, to watch let's wrap up you ready yep Hundreds of pages of documents have been
2: unsealed by US court naming associates of Jeffrey Epstein. Sky News Washington correspondent Annalise Nielsen joins us live now. So, Annalise, who's being named in this release?
3: Well, we're having trouble looking at the documents because there's been such a rush. The website has crashed, but there's 943 pages, which is expected to reveal 170 names. So, so this, this isn't necessarily, necessarily just a client list, list that's, that's being released. released. What we're looking at is documentation from, from the lawsuit from Virginia Dufresne against Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell. This, this is stuff is that's been suppressed in the past. In the past. And, and so we have, we have people who've been referred, been referred to as John Doe and Jane and Doe. And Doe. There's, there's been a there's been push for those names, names to be released. released and the. The judge in Manhattan's agreed to that, saying that, look, a lot of this information is already in the public domain, and so we shouldn't be suppressing it. But we can expect some high profile names to be listed in these documents. We're expecting Bill Clinton, who was a former associate of Jeffrey Epstein. We're expecting Prince Andrew, who uh, was famously friends with Jeffrey Epstein as well. And the suggestion isn't that they've necessarily done anything illegal, that there's any kind of implication on that front, but certainly just that they were working within the same same circles, circles. Donald Donald Trump Trump as well, well has uh, previously previously already already been uh, named as someone someone who's been on uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, radar in the past and they've been at social functions functions together. together. And so so this is why why it's uh, a difficult difficult one one to go go through.
5: You know, can I I ask something? Uh 2,000 people are on our stream right now and 200 of them are literally, that's the Paul Revere button, okay? Do we deliver some decent truth here, or am I just really sucking that you guys don't want to share this information that I'm about to share, mm. alright? If this is worthy of your finger punching that button and pushing this information out to everybody, I'm gonna share something with you, okay? Forget the freaking news reports. Let, let's take <laughs> a look at the, no, why are you laughing? Why are you gonna, ah, What does that mean?
6: I, I just, it made me Forget chuckle. The, Forget
5: Sorry. forget that. I'm so pissed damn. off. I'm damn pissed off. That's mm-hmm. damn. Okay. Damn. You know why? Because they go to look for documents that are stored, you know, within the government about uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. These news reports are worthless because guess what? All the pedophiles in Silicon Valley and the mainstream media are part of the suppression of all this information. You won't see this report right here even sky news okay they're a division of rupert murdoch's little freaking cover-up operation right he won't cover this watch this
11: lower manhattan okay but as of right
12: now you're telling me you can't find your pcr report not for
11: the 10th of august 2019 no not in it's not in the fire department database i don't know why if it's supposed to be there, we'll find out. But first, you've got to get the letters of administration before you can take them anywhere.
12: Yeah, because they don't hear the date on here is the 10th of the 19th. So they, they, they found him, they took him, they, and he was dead.
11: Well, then they might have taken him directly to the morgue. No, he, he was in the hospital. I have photographs of him in the hospital, too. Oh, well, I'm, I, you, you didn't tell me that. I'm, yeah. I'm just going by. You yeah, no, no, I understand. I'm just trying to explain yeah. what I know. Though. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened, but... Uh, So far, far, he's he's not not in the fire department department database. database. I don't know why. Um,
13: But they have a private unit at the scene.
11: And uh, could they have taken him somewhere? Well, see, he, he, he has a photograph of the fire department. Personnel
10: it's the old, old, old. documentation. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he say I couldn't hear.
11: He said because you see the fire department because you see the fire department personnel there, that doesn't mean they provided documentation. Because they somebody- told
12: me they did. I spoke to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were the ones who suggested I get the PCR report. Mm-hmm.
11: Well, Well, they're they're saying saying one thing, thing, but the the computer is saying saying something else. else.
12: Well, since i heard that with my own ears, I believe them, Mm -hmm. and I don't know why someone played with the computer, and it's not there.
11: I'm I'm just just telling you the situation. I'm not not saying either way. way. I'm I'm just saying the computer is saying one thing, thing, And the information you got for them is different,
12: right? So, what the, the computer saying, what the computer is saying, is that it doesn't have a record of
11: this. That's that's, 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 what, that's what I'm trying to tell enough you. Enough yes. yes, and I don't know why. Right. Uh, what's, what's going, going on?
5: Petrian Lower Man Lower Manhattan. Okay, but as of
4: right now, you're t-
12: telling me you can't find their PCR report.
5: No, the documents are missing. Uh-huh. Bill Barr, of course, with every single investigation, former CIA agent. Okay, that was first brought in to become AG to cover up on behalf of Lon Horiuchi.
10: Mm.
5: Attorney General and former CIA agent AG Barr successfully protected the murderer named Lon Horiuchi, a professional murderer working on behalf of the government. And that, you're talking about Ruby Kiss Ridge. Ruby
6: Ridge. And
5: Ridge that Randy he, Weaver's wife. That okay. Lon Hor, I was going to finish my statement, but go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Oh, I
6: didn't
5: know that I didn't. Go ahead. Yeah, Lon wow. Horiuchi was a sniper. I'm so freaking. We're so corrupt, okay? They can shoot us, we can't shoot back. Mm hmm. Okay. Lon Horiuchi, if he's got a federal badge and he's a sniper, a professional murderer, right? Mm hmm. They can uh, do some trickery, of course, and cause Randy Weaver, because they didn't send him notice that he had to show up to court, then he was, they issued a bench warrant for his failure to appear, because they tricked him, and switched his freaking court date. Next thing you know, he got marshals on the freaking hill, mm-hmm. okay, shooting at Randy Weaver's family, and Vicki Weaver gets shot by Lon Horiuchi, and then Bill Barr to the rescue. Got to cover up the government's wrongdoing. And what did he do? He created something called qualified immunity. Yeah. That through the whole process, AG Barr said, taking it all the way, I think, to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. that he said if a federal agent in the performance of his duties, you know, makes a mistake, oh well. And that created a scenario where all these federal agents, all they need to do is have a little bit of freaking luggage some insurance policies and they have qualified immunity and the government will back them up, especially after SES, like Daniel P. Love, right? In the Bundy case. And in the Bundy And yeah. all, all of these senior executive service level people, they never get fired, they're never held to account and they got AG Bar to come in and cover up everything because those federal agents are also working for the BOP. And they're they're the ones in charge of Epstein's custody, of course. Mm-hmm. Those people, you know, they'll be found. I'm sure they'll bring in AG Barr, you know, if they're ever prosecuted, because it was in the performance of their duties, you mm-hmm. know, that, that the death occurred. And, you know, there's nothing to see here. You can't hold the government accountable, all right? This is a rogue, disgusting, filthy, Inadequate, broke Roman Empire.
6: A lot of people don't know this uh, about Bill Barr, and that he was a retired attorney. He came out of retirement to defend Lon Coriucci, who people, killed Vicki Weaver. People
5: are literally complaining because of how I'm treating you.
6: Oh well, and don't they don't—they
5: don't know that I literally have three minutes to do a 15-minute segment before a guest comes on. So I'm All sorry. Right, so.
6: Lon Horiuchi, he got Lon Horiuchi off the, you know, he got him, he got him out of trouble. And you're absolutely right. Uh, Bill Barr is the one who is responsible for uh, qualified immunity in this country. He also says, you know, in many of his books that he's the one who reformed the FBI, right? After that and they put in safeguards so that there would never be snipers again. And that's why when the Bundy uh, ranch case came up, I was really surprised that bill Barr, after the fact, the snipers were on the Hills did not come out and say something because obviously his, his protocol, his re- reformation of the FBI and federal agents failed. Yeah. It, it was a failure.
5: Yeah. By the way, my, and Deb knows this. She knows how uh, how upset I get when 100,000 children go missing. So mm-hmm. while you're sitting there in your freaking underwear complaining about how I'm treating people, okay, uh, why don't we send your kid down there to the freaking concentration camp in Mexico? Not Mexico, down in Texas. Why don't we do that? Mm-hmm. We'll send your kids and then just ignore it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, sure. We need to send these pathetic freaking trolls Send their children uh, into the uh, onto the conveyor belt of sexual child sex trafficking. Okay, mm-hmm. and we're just going to ignore and say, ah, you know, stop treating Deb mean. You know,
6: <laughs> and and then you I'm know, so pissed off. Well, and then something else, uh, you know, about Bill Barr is mm-hmm. that Bill Barr never went back into practicing law after that Pete, and he. Then he became the attorney general twice. So, you know, Bill Barr's never been held accountable for anything that he's ever done until now. People are starting to question his role in all of this and the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. So I think that's promising. You know, can
5: I I tell you something? That same Bill Barr that turned against President Trump is the same one that did not investigate the election fraud. He said there's nothing to see here. He's the one that told Colonel Schaefer to Mm -hmm. back off on the investigation, the guy that had a USPS contractor tractor trailer with a bunch of fake ballots in it, that Bill Barr. You see, Bill Barr, once CIA, always CIA. So he covered up Epstein, Mm-hmm. He covered up the uh, election fraud. He, he covered up the investigation of U.S. Postal Service contractors and workers shagging freaking fake ballots. That mm-hmm. bill bar that fat slob. Okay. Yeah. and
6: and now he's, you know, he's a published author and making millions of millions of dollars on his books and on of his speaking engagements. Of course, it's the book industrial
5: complex. That's what they do. Yeah. They reward everybody that sides with them. Mm-hmm. You side with them and get a book deal, right? Yeah, got a book deal. Got a bunch of book deals. It's to call the book industrial complex, right? Yeah, and
6: and of course he goes on the mainstream media and he and he attacks Trump and says all kinds of ludicrous oh, yeah. things he, about
5: the president. He's a quote unquote insider. He's mm-hmm. about as credible as Lev Parnas. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Good point. Huh? Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Lev Lev Parnas, he was a Giuliani insider. He knows the inside scoop about how President Trump, you know, and and Rudy Giuliani were covering up, you know, their dirty deeds to dig up fake stuff on on uh, on on Joe Biden. Joe mm. Biden. Oh, mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Good old Joe Biden. You know who Joe Biden is, All right? Watch oh, this, yeah. huh? Oh yeah. You want to know who Joe Biden is? Let's see. I got something for you. already ready? I'm canning all these Sky News reports that do nothing but just pile on with a fake narrative. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna skip that. Here's here's your your Joe Biden when his medications wear off. You wanna see it? Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. This is what Joe Biden looks like when his meds wear off. Okay. Ready, ready, ready. All
10: right. ready, ready.
5: Picking, and you know how my life mm-hmm. was dedicated to taking care of family members that had uh, family members, uh, older family members with mm-hmm. dementia, okay?
10: Yeah.
5: Here's the difference between those families I took care of and the people that are behind exploiting Joe Biden is that those family members didn't push their, uh, their loved one who was in a lockdown facility with Alzheimer's mm-hmm. didn't push him to the White House to sign off on freaking corruption.
6: <laughs> well, okay. they needed somebody. You know, I mean, he just doesn't have the wherewithal yeah. up here, and and the energy and the health to 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 fight back, yeah. right? To even he just signs the papers,
5: Pete and he's just you know the front guy. by the way uh my my uh, guest that's coming on we have two guests two special guests mm-hmm. he's listening in right now to my rant okay <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> he is listening to my rant right now yeah um i'm going to i'm going to tell you something right now there is a solution okay there is a solution we're going to talk about that solution and it's not going to come out of washington dc and anything within that that 10 square mile area uh we're done with 535 people some of the uniparty jim jordan and his fake freaking i'm a wrestler type of okey doke attitude down at the border ignoring the 100,000 children missing okay mm-hmm. ignoring it all together i'm gonna play an excerpt and i'll probably end up playing even more um just want you to listen to this, all right? If you have a Walmart that's been converted into a child concentration camp, and by the way, there's many, many, many facilities Mm -hmm. that are happening with each and every one of your counties. There's 3,143 counties. How many of them do you think have a facility that's trafficking humans and children? How many Mm -hmm. do you think? Oh, my gosh. Probably all of them probably too many to, to count and remember yeah, why is nobody doing anything about it because Washington DC is in charge. You know, if you're a good governor Abbott and you try to cut frigging Constantina wire, Joe Biden's going to come back with a tank.
6: Well, Owen Schreuer, uh just covered the other day. Uh, remember the big one that they built, the holding facilities that they built in Texas and Alex Jones went there Uh, They did some drone footage of it, and you would not believe how that place alone has grown. It's the biggest one in the United States. Which one? The Uh holding facility in Texas. In Texas. Remember when Alex Jones went there and uncovered it, right?
5: Remember when uh, I covered a story that uh, Walmart's... uh, mm-hmm. There was Dabu7, myself, we're covering the fact that Walmarts were getting ready and they had a relationship with the government and FEMA to convert Walmart facilities to Very FEMA well. camps. And Very well. They said, oh, you're conspiracy. There is fear-mongering. Mm-hmm. And the, all the trolls uh, they were energizing people. And then all the dumb people that were following the trolls were like, you're a fear-monger. You're a fear-monger. Mm-hmm. Guess what, bitches? Guess what Walmart facilities are being converted to? Mm-hmm. Concentration camps. They have been. Yes. For years. That's right. Yeah. They have been. Since
6: 2014 that we know of,
5: 2013, is, 20. Is, is Bill coming back? He's supposed to come on. Hmm? I hope so. He was supposed to. It is what we're going to do. Listen to this. I love these people. I want to bring them on, by the way, and mm-hmm. talk to them about how valuable their work is is their opinion okay
10: mm-hmm.
5: uh, Clayton and his lovely bride over at Redacted they do a great job
10: yeah they
5: do. Um, one thing you won't see is Clay- Clayton's not down on the border with this uh, uh, without a jacket on with his the sleeves rolled up acting like a freaking wrestler you know <laughs> worthless piece of Congress piece of crap right mm-hmm. oh we gotta stop the board hey no shit Sherlock of course you got to close the border down that's not the problem Okay, not I. will bet you not one mention of a hundred thousand children missing. They've already had hearings, by the way. They had a whistleblower come in. Jim Jordan, I'm sure, presided over that one and made a nice Fox News clip to go sell Big Pharma, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, such trafficking! Everyone, get your email from Jim Jordan saying donate now and we'll win in the next election and and beat the uh, Democrats that have the border wide open. Right. When in fact, Jim Jordan has presided over an open border since he began running for office. He's literally, he's supposed to, but he doesn't know how to Google. You know, like if you Google, go watch a redacted uh, video like this one right here.
4: Well, the United United States States is the largest trafficker of children children in the world. Children that are are illegally kidnapped, kidnapped, brought brought across the U.S.-Mexico border, border, are then sold off to mostly wealthy Americans, Americans used as sex slaves, and and worse, if you can imagine, worse than that. that. It's It's happening, happening, and the the corporate media, of course, is is largely ignoring the story for whatever whatever reason. They refuse to touch the story, and when they do, they briefly touch it, and then it disappears. You can't find links on their website. It vanishes very mysteriously when they cover these stories. Many of these these kids, kids, these these children children are are kept in in hidden concentration camps camps in the United States. States. Yes, Yes, I I said it. Hidden concentration camps in the United States. States. We We showed showed you one one of these facilities a few months ago here on on Redacted, a a Walmart Walmart facility, former Walmart facility in Brownsville, Brownsville, Texas that that is holding hundreds if not thousands of children before they are sold off. A whistleblower, a whistleblower who worked who at one of these facilities, MVM is the name is of the facility, facility has, has come, come forward, forward to expose all of this. Carlos Ariano is a former U.S. immigration, immigration contractor, yeah. and, he and he joins us now. Carlos, welcome, welcome to the, to the show, show, and thank you, you for, for coming, coming forward to share your, share your story. Your
13: story. No, thank no, thank you for, for having me. Having it's it's,
5: it's a, like, you like you said, when it comes to child trafficking, there's so much evil behind it that
13: People People don't don't want to touch the the story, and if they they do touch it, they touch it briefly. And And just just to to show show you how much much evil evil there is behind it, it, that it it holds that much power over over people, people, that it's kept kept in the dark. dark.
4: And hopefully hopefully we can can expose expose this story. story. We We can can shine a light light on on it today. So anyone anyone watching this, hopefully you can share this story out, share share it with people who can spread it around to try to to put put an end to this awful, awful um, uh, crime against against humanity that's happening happening in the the United United States States and around around the world. world. So So Carlos, Carlos, before before we dive dive into some more specifics of this, can you just give us our audience a background as to what exactly you did? Uh, working, working as an, an immigration, immigration contractor, contractor. And, and this company, company is, is it a, a government, government company, company
5: relationship, relationship? As, as a U.S. US government, government contract? contract? Uh, by the way, um, this is what I'm referring to: uh, these these uh, people going down to the border and really just just using people like Ben Burkwam. Who knows that all this stuff's going out, going on? But they want to get in front of his camera because you know that a lot of people watch Ben Burkwam on Real America's Voice. Oh yeah. They probably will never. I'm going to ask Ben, did Jim Jordan ever say there's 100,000 children missing and there's a huge interior infrastructure of shagging all these children? Uh, Did they mention any of that? Or did he just want to take pictures with you, get in front of your camera, and send out emails saying, please vote for us and we'll we'll investigate next election?
6: Mm-hmm
4: or was it it separate separate from the U.S. US government?
6: I believe you have an echo.
13: So the way way it works is the U.S. government government is washing their hands, keeping their hands clean by By going going out and handing out massive contracts to to organizations organizations that they they like to call NGOs, non-government organizations. organizations. And these NGOs, they will get get contracts contracts for food services, for laundry services, for... Educational, educational services, services for, for, the, them, for the illegal, illegal immigrants. immigrants. Everything, everything under the sunday sunday, you can think of, everything that we have to pay for, they will hand out $100 million contracts to give these services mm-hmm. for free to yeah. the illegal immigrants. And the company that I work for specifically, their job is they hold the largest contract to move children around the United States of America. So my job was to move children from point A to point B and my job was to pick children up at the border and then move them to their sponsors. I've been to every state that you could, that you could name. I've been there. I've been, uh, been to North Dakota, Vermont, Florida, dropping kids off, all of them. And New York City and Florida, the most popular ones, New York, New York State and Florida. And the other job that I did that was I've done this immigration work my whole life, but two main jobs that stick out the most is I ran, the I was part of the management team. I helped ran the largest migrant hotel in New York City, the Row NYC, where I had to look over 5,000 migrants in the heart of Times Square, a block away. And my job was to, whatever these migrants wanted in New York City, whether it be spicy food, non-spicy food, uh, or laundry services, we got laundry services for them. We had Uber services for them. If a migrant in New York City came to me and said, I want to go here in New York City. I want to go here in Brooklyn, but we're in Manhattan. My job was to get a Uber for them and things of that nature. How were they how
4: did they have so much power? I mean a, a migrant in New York City, was this a person responsible for the, the trafficking or were they these are people that come across the border and you were providing sort of you know luxuries for that for them can you explain that
13: well the way it works is it's separate ngos so the one i escorted children for and the one i worked for in new york city are two separate companies but the thing that people miss here is for example people think it's governor abbott who's sending all these people on buses to New York City. And it's not just Governor Abbott. Governor Abbott can account for like 15, 20% of the people. Because if you look at the numbers that the state of Texas provides, uh, it's about, they've bused over about 30,000 people maybe to New York City, but New York City has about 80,000 people currently in their system. So the rest of these 50,000 people are going to, NGOs like Catholic Charities at the Southern border. And I think Anne talked about Catholic Charities, Anne and Michael. So Catholic share bus tickets, airplane tickets, all on the federal taxpayer money to get these illegal immigrants from the border to New York City. So a lot of these, uh, illegal immigrants are finding their way th- through federal taxpayer money from the NGOs to get around the country. But the thing is, they want you to believe that it's Governor Abbott. Governor Abbott is busting people, but it's nowhere near the same numbers that these federal taxpayer-funded NGOs are moving people across the country.
4: And so the federal taxpayer-funded NGOs are bringing these migrants, we'll get back to the children part of this in a second, but for instance, in New York City, bringing these migrants to New York City to live in this, I guess, a, a hotel. By the way, New York City, Times Square. I used to work at Fox News one block away from where you're talking about right there in Times Square, right there next to like a block away from major news organizations The today show all of the major media, ABC News, all of them a block away from from where this is happening and total radio silence on this. So when they're at these hotels in New York City, what are they doing? Are they children? Are they adults? And then what happens to them?
13: So my hotel was a family hotel. So I had families spread across 28 floors. So from floor one all the way up to 28th floor it's full of illegal immigrants of of family units. But the thing is they don't do anything all day. Uh, You talk to these people. They're not in a rush to leave. They're not in a rush to get out. So that that's what my concern was was me being familiar with the way these these government contracts work i would tell these people hey i'm looking out for you if you have a family member who can help you out and wants to take you in my advice to you is take them up on it because one day this hotel will close down and they're just going to toss you out to the street and you're not going to have anywhere to go so please if I'm saying this in a good way I'm not in a bad way, I'm looking out for you, you gotta go. But the thing is, these people don't take would not take me seriously because Mayor Adams had no rush to push people out. Now that it's gotten out of hand, now he's handing out 60 day notices where he's telling people you have 60 days to find a way to get other kind of housing and now you're gonna be out in the streets. So now that he's enforcing the 60 day notice, now that's why you're seeing uh, these people out in the streets in tents, and they're spilling out over to the streets on the videos where they're sleeping on the side of the road, is because they didn't run this the right way from the beginning. And for example, the hotel that I worked at, why would you put people all the way up to the 28th floor? Because these migrants are not gonna be happy when the time comes to leave and you're going to have to get the national guard in there and you're going to turn into a shoving match. And can you imagine them shoving each other, pushing each other, punching each other on the 28th floor? Someone's going to fall out. And it's like, why would you even do that? Why would you fill this hotel up the whole way? And it's terrible. It's terrible what's happening in New York city. And I don't see it getting any better. It's just going to keep getting worse. I see it ending up like the Paris riots and out in France is that's where it's headed.
4: So let's get back to the children and the facility we featured here, this former Walmart facility in Brownsville, Texas. You work there, correct?
13: So my job was, I I did work there, but my job was to take kids out of those facilities and hand hand them off to sponsors across the country. So when you, can you
4: walk me through that process? So you're an employee, you get a, what do you get? An email, do you get a text message that says, Carlos, uh, on Tuesday, we need you to take these children to their sponsor family in Florida. And how how did that process unfold? Can you explain that?
13: So yes, we would get text messages, we would get phone calls at 7 p.m. at night, 6 p.m. at night, saying, hey, we have a trip out tomorrow. Can you make the trip? I say yes, I get, and later on in the night, I get a report time for the following morning. You get a 5 a.m. report time, 4 a.m. It's always in the dark because they don't want us picking up these kids in the day where people can see us. And I would get a, for example, hey, 4 a.m., and I would not find out where I was going Until the following day, when I would show up to the charter bus, we would get uh, phones given to us, backpacks given to us. And uh, until we got to the shelter, to the Walmart shelters that you broke on your show, we get files saying, hey, you're going to head off to Orlando, Florida. You're going to head off to Los Angeles. You're going to head off to Nashville, Tennessee and you're dropping off six kids and and in those files you get a hard copy of an id of the sponsor who's waiting for you at the airport in baggage claim so the handoff is always in baggage claim at these airports so the hard copy of the id is the person you want to wait for and they're supposed to hand you this physical id to you in person and you're not supposed to release the kid until you take a picture of the physical ID with the paper copy ID together on the government phone.
4: And these children, are they, these are illegal immigrant children that are being kept there. Are the parents anywhere around at all?
13: No, no, no parents, no. These are uh, unaccompanied minors. So all the kids you see in the Walmart shelters uh, there, no parents are here, no, no aunts and uncles are with them. They showed up to the border by themselves. Huh. So and it's with, crazy coyotes, because, with, with
4: coyotes bringing them across, they're, right?
13: Yeah, correct, because sometimes I would run into kids who tell me a coyote told me exactly how to get to your shelter is what they would tell me. They told me how many steps to walk north of here where to turn, and they told me to, if I run into any Border Patrol agent, to say that I'm a minor, that, I ha- that I'm underage, that, that I'm going to run into a building, a shelter, a Walmart type of shelter who, that's going to have uh, food for me, that's going to have laundry services for me. And it would get so suspicious because the kids were being told by the Coyotes exactly the way an NGO runs a Walmart shelter. And it gets you thinking, how the hell do Coyotes know the system on this side, you know? Because they're supposedly only on the Mexico side and they're not from the U.S., these Coyotes, and they're not government employees. So how do they know what to expect in the shelter? It's insane. And the other insane part is these Walmart shelters also have babies. I've escorted myself. I can personally myself say, I picked up a baby that's five months old, eight months old, four months old and escorted them to a sponsor and how the hell do you realize who a sponsor is for this child when they can't even talk?
4: So who are, that's awful. The whole thing is awful, but who are these sponsors then? Uh, I know some reports are that these are mostly, at least in Florida, from reports I've heard, wealthy Americans, um, who are, are getting the, paying for these children but first of all, who are these sponsors? Do you, do you, when you interact with them, are, are they, is there a representative for the sponsors that you're meeting face to face, or is it the sponsor, his or herself who is meeting you face to face?
13: The sponsor is supposed to be supposed to be me, meet, be meeting me face to face because their ID is the one that I can only accept. So they're supposed to be at the airport, but a lot of the times it does not happen. And And these sponsors are supposedly family members. They can be an aunt or an uncle. They're supposedly a a stepmother, they're supposedly a stepfather, they're supposedly a sister or a brother or a cousin. Sometimes they're even family friends. But it's like, how do you prove that this is a family friend? Or how do you prove this is a cousin when you don't even do DNA testing anymore at the border when it comes to the current administration. And how are you, so these people are just calling up and saying, hey, yeah, that's my cousin and that's it. I'm willing to take him in.
4: And you as an employee, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you thought you were reuniting families up until you didn't? Like what was the moment you decided, wait a second, uh, I need to blow the whistle on this. This is not what I thought it was.
13: So, yes, you get into this type of work because you think See, you can make I'm a agitated. difference. You know, you, uh-huh. you, you, you think it's, oh, it's these kids who are, and they have been through a lot, but you want to help them out and make them smile by buying them a, a snack at the airport, a toy at the airport, because children are innocent, you know, no matter what, children they don't know what they're doing and they should be kept out of issues that are tearing our country apart. So.
5: Mm. See why I'm so agitated.
6: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Hard to listen to.
5: Right. I, I heard that again this morning.
10: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, yeah, that's exactly why. So. Everyone, Deb knows, you know how really disturbed I get Mm. when that stuff happens. She does; Mm -hmm. she understands it. So, no, I'm not being mean to her. Yes, I was trying to get through our clock. It worked out fine because I'm good. My guest blew out. (laughs) Hmm?
6: Yeah, I'm good.
5: I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why he blew out.
6: So now we have. Now we have a situation where, once again, we're calling this out, the Walmart scenarios for the last, I don't know, since 2014. So that would be 10 years. Um, We've been calling this out, right? And we were called crazy conspiracy theorists. No, you know, that's not happening. I, I mean, remember. If anybody remembers we're talking about this if you were watching our show back in the day. And uh and once again, here it is again. This guy confirms, yes, the and these Walmart centers are all over the United States, Pete. Mm-hmm. And they're running unobstructed. And and there're thousands of kids being it's like, you know, the the people in America will get like crazy, especially the left. They'll get crazy upset over puppy mills, right? Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Where they want to shut down the puppy mills Mm -hmm. and they're stacking the puppies on top of each other and they're just breeding on them and they're not taking care of them. Mm. Well, that's what this reminds me of.
5: Yeah.
6: Right. They're just running these kids through the equivalent of a puppy mill. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I know, but you but, don't know but if where they were, you're sending if they, your kids. If they were puppies, Americans would be outraged. But oh, yeah. Since they're children. Yeah, you know, absolutely. No, nothing to see here. It's right. terrible. Yeah, yeah, it is. People are more concerned about my crackling audio, mm-hmm. you
10: know,
5: right? Just yeah. serving their consumption pleasure. Yeah. Let's break away for well, a minute here. Let's, I think
6: hmm? I, I think now would be a really good time when you come back from your break to play the what Nikki Haley has to say about all this. And immigration.
5: I will. Mm -hmm.
6: And anybody who votes for Nikki Haley is out of their freaking minds. Okay? That's all I got to say. Anybody who's even considering that Mm -hmm. has lost their mind. They really have. So,
5: there you go. I feel physically sick. That's exactly uh, Shire 08. That's exactly how I came into the show today. So... I mean just mm-hmm. not, I I'm, I'm just I I'm just sick and tired of this crap and this charade and these people in Congress including John I don't care who they are Johnson all of them they mm-hmm. all know this stuff's going on uh, the reason why they don't talk about it is because they're benefiting from it well
6: like they we are. said in the beginning before campaign, we even got into this Pete. Mm-hmm. There are billions of dollars being pumped into this. Yeah. These NGOs are getting your taxpayer money to traffic children mm. and women and create an an army mm. of, of fighting age men, right? Yeah. In our country to to fight who? Believe
5: me, us. Yeah. Us. Yeah. You know what I uh, you know what I said on, on Twitter this morning? What? Twitter on X, sorry.
6: That's
5: okay. I call it Twitter still too. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, uh, on X, uh, mm-hmm. somebody said, "You know this? You know, I, I posted this. Is this makes my blood boil, right?" Mm hmm. And uh, <laughs> guess what? What? russians have found underground tunnels where in ukraine
6: mm.
5: bio webs or uh, bioweapons labs too um russian force discovered 30 30 us-owned cia-run bioweapons labs in ukraine ready to release viruses on the russian people right and this this is true mm-hmm. i mean this is true um one of them producing adrenochrome after 2014 really? coup in cave ukraine became a hotspot for pedophiles of all colors joe and hunter biden have been the main figures in the child sex trafficking network joe biden had a villa with a huge underground network of tunnels and adrenochrome and organ harvesting factories and i've known about this stuff coming out
10: mm-hmm. okay
5: this is sounds too far-fetched and conspiracy theory theor- or I mean it's just it's not conspiracy theory all right like you know when when I say that the ukraine was overthrown by the united states victoria noan eric seramella joe biden you know when, when I say that victor penchuk the ukrainian billionaire oligarch i mean i told uh, one of our one of the top independent media outlets top Mm -hmm. of the food Mm -hmm. chain yesterday had a conversation with him and not only did i tell him about delivering highly specialized steel to the iranians for centrifuges he said their nuke program that was his response right he said their nuke program i said yes their nuke program and he said and this is documented and i had sent him the document but i was talking to him first Mm -hmm. i said documented. And he opened it up. He said, "Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Holy crap!" And yeah, and there was a a Newsweek article written about, and and they say, "Oh, it's all a the conspiracy theory." Watch this. I'm going to show you something. Watch. Mm-hmm. It's a conspiracy theory. Mm. Yeah, it's just a conspiracy theory. Um, you know, there, there, there were uh, idiots, yeah, absolute blithering idiot trolls, okay, that think mm-hmm. that they can just jump in my thread. And they're like, this is so far-fetched accusing them of doing that. You are not credible. You wouldn't be publishing this. You would be blah, 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 blah right? Mm-hmm. You know, why didn't you reveal your source? And I'm like, first of all, I don't care what you think. About the credibility of my reporting i care about president trump getting the info and mm-hmm. 12 jurors getting an info yeah. and hillary clinton hanging by her freaking penis <laughs> oh boy when she's arrested tried convicted sure. right sure. um so so you you armchair quarterbacks because they go from one thing to the next hey, conspiracy theory or right mm-hmm. Say, oh it's a conspiracy theory why didn't you Reveal your sewers. This is, why didn't you come out about this sooner? They say that's the the other thing. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you report on this sooner? It's very suspect, Peter Santilli. Well, because
6: Lev Parnas, his name hadn't been brought up by Jamie Raskin yet. You know? Yes, that's right. <laughs> I mean
5: watch, watch this.
6: And you did report on it when I did. this happened. Yeah. We yeah. talked all Listen, kinds of stuff I about uh,
5: The only net. reason why, uh the only reason why that thing was posted was for insurance policy. It's not because I was trying to win a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like people think that they're just sitting there like a bunch of freaking consumers. Right? Saying, uh-huh. Oh, well, we're gonna be the arbiter of truth and sit there and we're gonna question your credibility. No, I posted it there. You're, you're a freaking feeder. You're a feeding observer of what I'm doing. I posted uh-huh. it there because it couldn't be deleted. I made it public, I dated it, I I disclosed it, but I didn't ask you for your opinion, nor do I care about your opinion. I don't care what you think about because I didn't reveal the source who's therefore not credible. Look at you could go to a Newsweek article right here. Look at this. Um, this is dated 4-18-2015, okay? Hillary Clinton's big benefactor has trade links with Iran, all right? There she is. Enemies of Hillary Clinton waiting to discredit her bid for the White House are likely to seize on the news that one of the biggest benefactors to the Clinton Foundation has been trading with Iran. And may be in breach of U.S. sanctions imposed on the country. Ukrainian oligarch Viktor Pinchuk. Well, who is a conspiracy theory? You don't know that the oligarch is... Right? Mm-hmm. He courted the Clintons for at least nine years in the United States, the Alps of the Ukraine. Earlier this year, he was confirmed as the latest individual contributor to the Clinton Foundation. Whose aims include the creation of economic opportunity and growth, he also has links to the Tony Blair Foundation, and represented its biggest single represented as its its single biggest donor in 2013. The fourth richest man in Ukraine, Pinchuk, owns Interpipe Group, a Cyprus incorporated manufacturer of seamless pipes used in oil and gas sector. Newsweek has seen a declaration and documents from. Ukraine that show a series of shipments from Interpipe to Iran in 2011 and 2012, right? Mm-hmm. This is 2015. It went out. Steve Stockman was in this news report. Newsweek saw all the freaking tracings, and Newsweek also says, "Well, they're going to try to exploit the fact that Hillary Clinton approved it all with Joe Biden. They're going to exploit it for political purposes." Now, let's rephrase that. It's crimes. You cannot violate Iran's sanctions. You you cannot do so and ship steel to Iran for making centrifuges. You can't do that. How they're able to cover this up constantly Mm -hmm. is beyond me, right? But the mainstream media, Fox News in particular, go down to the border and take pictures of... And video of Jim Jordan there with his sleeves are rolled up talking about the border needs to be shut down hmm the border needs to be shut down you know what needs to be shut down Congress needs to be shut down the border wouldn't be wide open and a hundred thousand children missing if it weren't for Congress's intentional turning a blind eye to the whole situation right they don't yeah. they're not gonna talk about a hundred thousand children missing they're not mm-hmm. They're not going to talk about the fact that they have a human trafficking network. They're not going to talk about California uh, approving. What do I have this? Oh, look at this. Listen to this. Watch this. This is California. We'll go to a break here in a second. Hold on. I got to play this one. You guys need to hear this. You want to hear this? Yeah. California, guess what they just approved?
6: Healthcare for all illegals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh?
5: Yep, they sure did. They proved it. Isn't yep. that great? Yep. For illegal. They'll be able to vote. They can join the military. They can get a freaking Chimichanga on uh-huh. the corner and just put it on their government freaking handed EBT card.
6: Yep, now they huh? have healthcare.
5: Yeah, now they're going to now they're going to get free
4: health care. Also, starting January 1st, California will become the first state in the nation to offer health insurance to undocumented immigrants.
14: Under the expansion, more than 700,000 people between the ages of 26 and 49 will be eligible for Medi-Cal. CBS 8's Rocio De La Fe takes a look at the new law and how immigrant rights advocates are reacting.
15: Immigrant rights advocates called the expansion of health care for undocumented immigrants a major milestone in California. This is a really major step in in California. Advocates for immigrant rights are celebrating a monumental hey. victory in the fight for more inclusive health care. Yeah, I'm so grateful again. I think it's really. You
5: know, you know what? Uh, I figured something out. Mm-hmm. There's something called, have you ever heard of Uptalk?
15: Yes, Upspeak.
5: Yeah. Upspeak and Uptalk? Yes. talk right mm-hmm. the mainstream media does down talk
10: mm-hmm.
5: right like what's her name Raditz. right yeah du, 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 du. right they do in california illegals are gonna be doing things that's down talk it's a mainstream media thing can i can i play this again Listen to it. She's going to say, and we just discovered. Right? Listen to her (laughs) downspeak. Watch, 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 watch.
4: Also starting January 1st, California will become the first state in the nation to offer health insurance to undocumented immigrants.
14: Under the expansion, more than 700,000 people between the ages of 26 and 49 will be eligible for Medi-Cal. CBS 8's Rocio De La Fe takes a look at the new law and how immigrant rights advocates are reacting.
15: Immigrant rights advocates called the expansion of health care for undocumented immigrants a major milestone in California. In California. This is really right, in California. Here. Advocates in California. for immigrant yeah. rights are celebrating a monumental victory in the fight for more inclusive health care. I'm so grateful again. I think it's really, really important to... Uh, think about how big of a precedent this is for the entire nation. Nettie Velasquez is the Border Policy Coordinator at Alliance San Diego. She's a DACA recipient who has been fighting and advocating for health expansion for years. For years. A lot of undocumented people right. and, you know, a lot of low income people, um, because they don't have access to these resources, they wait until the very end to to hopefully receive some care. And by then it's too late. And we shouldn't have to have people, you know, waiting until they're feeling ill to go to the doctor. We should have preventative care, and that's why this is so important. Those who are eligible will be able to qualify for Medi-Cal, the state's health insurance program for low income individuals. Medi-Cal offers access to primary and preventative care specialists, prescription medicine
4: and more. Also starting January 1st, California will become the first state in the nation to offer health insurance to undocumented immigrants.
14: Under the expansion, more than 700,000 people between the ages of 26 and 49 will be eligible for Medi-Cal. CBS 8's Rocio De La Fe takes a look at the new law and how immigrant rights advocates are reacting.
5: Are reacting, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's downspeak. You, you know what the opposite is of downspeak? What? Upspeak. Sure. And what is what is upspeak? You're going to hear it, Okay. Well, they
6: all use it out there in California. It's, well, a,
5: it's yeah. been a big. Where's Bellows from? Where's she from? Mm-hmm. Bellows. Oh, she's from Maine. Maine, right? Yeah. Listen, listen it's to her. It's spread across
6: the country. It started. It,
5: yeah. It's yeah. like it's she talks like this. Like, like, it's like a revised <laughs> version. It's question mark at the end of everything. Right? It's like a
6: revised version of, of the what did they. The California girls. What was that? What were they called? Valley girls. Valley girls. Yeah. yeah
5: the new. That's, that's what it Here, is. Listen, the yeah. government officials speak this way. Did mm-hmm. you know that? Listen yes. to this.
15: Listen. And uh Secretary Bellows would love to hear about your thoughts on like our the biggest threats facing uh our democracy. What the hell's wrong with her? But go ahead. See, at this point in time.
16: Well, what Secretary Griswold just said, and said? what she did said, mm-hmm. huh, yeah. named is something that was unimaginable two years ago or ten years ago, and that is election sabotage. It is a crystal clear example of what's happening all across the country. So we need to organize. We need to organize. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah
6: some people have it really 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 bad <laughs> huh?
16: yeah.
10: yeah
16: to make sure we have better leaders better in positions leaders. of power to fight back against that Better leaders. Uh, secretary benson talked about uh, voter suppression and that's something that when we started our careers at the aclu and southern
12: poverty law Voter
16: suppression,
6: And the Southern and the Southern Poverty Law Center. Southern
5: Poverty Law Center. We understand that we can't stop Trump. Uh, we can't jail him before he so we're gonna take him off the ballot. (laughs) Question
16: mark? Um. It's fighting back about systematic, structural voter oppression, targeting specifically Black and Brown voters. It's rooted in white supremacy. That is something we have to continue to do work on. And Secretary Merrill talked about the For the People Act and the Freedom to Vote Act. We must have federal standards all across the country. And then finally, just to echo my colleagues, this is rooted in a deliberate and organized campaign to discourage people from participating in our democracy. It is an attack on our very democracy itself. Because when everyone participates, everything that we care about, social justice. When everyone
5: participates, could you, mark. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sounds like she's got lots of questions. (laughs) Yeah, Huh? (laughs) she's insane. And, you know, and they always call everything something that's the exact opposite when they Mm -hmm. title a bill, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. right like they they would never title a bill you know they'll title a bill okay here, here's an example all right mm-hmm. like a pedophile would title a bill like don't worry about it i won't stick it in your four-year-old pooper uh, bill yeah. right what and, and they call it the protect children act right mm-hmm. what it means is right when they say don't worry about it i won't be pumping ketamine into your system so your ass doesn't hurt when I rape you, uh, uh, Desmond the Amazing, right? Mm. They, you know exactly what you're going to get when they say don't worry about it, right? The way they're wording these bills, a Predict Democracy Act, is going to be the exact opposite of what she's saying, isn't mm. it?
16: <laughs> this climate justice, economic justice, we win. In. Those on the other side are trying to discourage people from participating. That's what this really is about. We you have to, fight back to protect our democracy to protect everything.
5: We're going to protect everything. That's what,
15: that's that's what a good this point. is all about. And uh, Secretary Bellows would love to hear about your thoughts on like our biggest threats facing uh, our democracy at this point in time.
0: Well,
16: what Secretary Griswold just said and named and is me, something that was unimaginable instead, two years ago or 10 years ago. I mean, this how, how much can we it. take? Crystal hey, crystal clear. Come on, I'm going to keep happened. playing we
5: it. Uh, this is your so government. We need to
16: organize to make sure organize, we have better leaders, better leaders in positions leaders. of power to fight back against that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Secretary Benson uh, talked uh, about uh, voter suppression.
5: Okay, voter
16: suppression.
5: Mm -hmm. I want napalming of that crap legalized. My goodness. What? (laughs) Legalized. Oh, man. You know who I'm going to vote for? The person that I believe is going to at least get as close to my desire to napalm communists. Right. At at least close. If you get close, we'll play hand grenades and horseshoes. Right. Mm. Getting close counts. That needs to go. Oh, you know what? She was voted into office.
6: She's in the oven? <laughs> she was voted into office. She
5: was. You know what? Oh man, it I says just, more
6: about people in Maine than it does about.
5: Uh, you know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just break away for a second. You ready?
6: Yeah, I know you're gonna take a break here. Uh, I am. And,
5: you I'm ready? Ready too. Yeah. Here we go. There she is.
15: I learned. And uh, Secretary Bellows would love to hear about your thoughts on like our biggest threats facing uh, our democracy at this point in time.
16: Well, what Secretary Griswold just said and named is something that was unimaginable two years ago or 10 years ago, and that is election sabotage is a crystal clear example of what's happening all across the country. So we need to organize to make sure we have better leaders in positions of power to fight back against that. Ah, uh, Secretary Ben, how much more of this I can pay.
17: the ESG movement in this country. A lot of people actually, when I'm running for president, now they got to know me this past year, say, hey, love what you're saying, but you came from nowhere. It's not quite true. If you've been following me for the last several years, I've been arguably the leading opponent in terms of actually doing something to stop the ESG movement and its spread in America. I'll tell you what it is, and it's not some technical financial concept alone. It goes to the heart of what the American Revolution was actually fought to protect self governance in this country. ESG refers to environmental, social, and governance factors. Sounds benign enough, and then they make it an acronym to make it sound boring. That's on purpose. The more boring it is, the more you have to pay attention. That's my rule of thumb. It's designed to be soporific, to put you to sleep. Anyway, what they're doing is this refers to a trend where they're using your own money, not your votes at the ballot box something far more regular, something far more daily, your own money to vote for environmental, social, and governance agendas in corporate America's boardrooms that you didn't support. How are they using your money to do it? It's your 401k account, your retirement account, your brokerage account that holds stocks. It holds these shares, okay? Shares in publicly traded companies. But those shares give you and entitle you to a vote. On things like who's hired and fired at the board of directors which decides the pay of the ceo how those board members are paid things like that well it also decides what the policies are that are set for that company so here's a couple facts you probably didn't know most of you probably had your money used to vote for scope 3 emissions caps at chevron in the last several years did you know that no you didn't did it advance your best financial interests absolutely not in fact scope three. Emissions caps constrain what a company can and cannot do. It says they have to reduce the emissions caps, not only of their own company, but reduce the emissions of their entire supply chain. There's no way that works in the interest of Chevron. But they're using your money, which is used to own shares of a broad stock market basket that includes Chevron to constrain what Chevron's able to do in the name of this ESG movement. Your money was almost certainly used in the last couple of years, if you if you own money in broad index funds or the stock market via BlackRock or State Street or countless others, to vote for racial equity audits at Apple a couple of years ago. Now, does that help Apple become a better company, more competitive with Chinese competitors or others who don't have those racial equity audits in their hiring practices? Of course not. It's worse for Apple. And the funny thing is actually even the boards of Chevron and Apple were against each of those policies before the shareholders, who are the shareholders? You, <laughs> your money was used to vote in favor of those policies over the objection of the management teams of those companies. So that's what's going on. That's just, those are two examples among many. Your own money is being used to advance agendas that are counter to your own views but even more perniciously, against your own best financial interests. That's what the ESG movement is all about. It's effectively blue state pension funds and government actors being able to use financial institutions like BlackRock to do through the back door what they could not get done through the front door under the constitution of this country. This is arguably the largest scale violation of trust, fiduciary breach in human history. A fiduciary breach refers to somebody who's managing your money. They owe you a fiduciary duty. That's the highest duty of loyalty that they could owe you. Well, they're breaching that to advance somebody else's agenda. It's arguably a large scale antitrust violation. BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, these three firms alone are the largest shareholders and the ones that sway the votes from competitors from Coca-Cola to Pepsi from Disney to Paramount Pictures, from Chevron to Exxon. You think we have competitive free market capitalism, but not when the same puppet masters are pulling the strings of those same companies. It's also arguably even when they use pension fund money to give it to these firms, a First Amendment violation. Those who are pensioners, those are government employees, they're forced to give their money into pension funds that then go to the likes of BlackRock who are effectively speaking on their behalf on what are fundamentally political questions. So my first book, Woke Inc., was all about this. I wrote that several years ago. I followed up, actually. My third book was a sequel to that called Capitalist Punishment that laid this out into detail. I'm not just an author. I'm an entrepreneur. It's what I've done for most of my career, long before I started writing books. I decided to put that skill set to work. I started a company called Strive to compete directly against BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. But that's what I've been doing before I ran for president. And so anyway, for those who wondered, you know, oh, this guy came out of nowhere, not quite. Do your homework. But it's not about me. It's about the fact that this agenda now is taking new forms. After I went on my assault of this of this movement's intellectual core, what happened was they started going by new names. So BlackRock stopped using the word ESG. They're now using the word sustainable investing. So this is where our movement needs to know that you gotta stay one step ahead. Mm-hmm of where the other side is we're too easily duped actually that's part of why i'm in this who cares about the verbiage esg schmi sg doesn't matter dei cei it doesn't matter forget the acronyms get to the heart of what's going on and in this case your own dollars are being weaponized against your own best financial interests but now in an election year it gets a little bit more pernicious than that it takes a darker turn Larry Fink, he's the CEO of BlackRock, a board member of the World Economic Forum, the guy who is the king of this woke industrial complex, arguably the most powerful person in the private sector deciding how shares are voted in corporate America's boardrooms. But in this election year, it's taken a darker turn. They're not just controlling corporate America. They're not just controlling the way the political process is run through the super PAC industrial complex and otherwise. They're controlling the party that you think you're a member of, the Republican Party itself. And I think there's a game unfolding in plain sight that people have missed. A lot of Republicans, I think, have been trained. We should have been, not even Republicans, Americans, forget the Republican Party, they're just a subsidiary of this ESG movement in its own right. It's deeper than that, there's something else going on in plain sight this year where the same puppet masters who were pulling the strings of corporate America are now pulling the strings of, I think, the political process, including in the Republican Party itself. That's a devious game. I'll have more to say about that soon. But for now, I just wanted people to understand the table stakes of what's been going on in the ESG movement. That's bad enough. Understand that. Understand how your 401k account, your brokerage account, etc. is being weaponized. That's step one. Once you understand that, we'll get to the devious part of what's actually happening in 2024. I want to talk to you about the...
10: Hmm.
17: Yeah.
5: Guess what? Okay. Interesting
6: that he would come out, uh, the day after you were talking about this, uh, and, and talk about this, but I didn't know that he had written a book on it. Uh, that's news to me. We'll have to get that, mm-hmm. uh,
5: and I, I'll tell you what. Listen, he a lot of is people. Right on target. He I don't is, care what he is. I don't want to hear anybody. Yeah, but he's a big idiot. Yeah, yeah. The yeah butters, get out of my way. Yeah, I'm but, liking everything he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, but. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah, yeah
6: but. but here's the thing. Here's the thing with him. And that is, is now he is actively beginning to up his game into this election year. We're heading up to the election now. And he is out there saying, that Trump is to, you know, we need to replace Trump with somebody younger and that. And he's also saying that there is no way in hell that the powers that be are going to allow Trump to be the president of the United States of America. And wait a minute. And so he's telling everybody effectively what you need to do is surrender to what they want. You know what the left wants, what the commies want, what the Marxists want, what all of these people that he rails against every single day and that he calls corrupt. Right. And he says that we should surrender to them and vote for Vivek Ramaswamy Mm. because we need young, new ideas and that President Trump is old. Okay, so. That bothers me to the core. I don't see any difference in him saying that than uh, Ron DeSantis or Chip Roy or any of the or Nikki Haley, any of these other people saying exactly the same thing that Vivek Ramaswamy was was spouting last week. I don't like it. I, I think, you know, telling the people of the United States of America that we need to surrender. We need to surrender, give them what they want, and not mm-hmm. and not push back on them, uh, yeah. keeping Trump from taking office. I don't like that.
5: Yep. All right. Now, listen. Uh, I'm going to be traveling to Washington D.C. I will be there on Saturday, okay, for the premiere uh, of a movie of which I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually kind of I was kind of shocked. How much I was in it. Are you not shocked? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to have yeah. a couple of blurbs, right?
10: Yeah.
5: Um, but, you know, the way they've pieced this together, I thought it was awesome. Um, it was, yeah. Not just because I'm in it, just because the... You know, I'm actually serving a dual role in this thing with the Bundy Ranch protests as a defendant, mm-hmm. as well as a subject matter expert. Yeah. Right? And an analyst after the effect that essentially the people, uh, that were involved in overthrowing our government practiced it with us in 2014, the same exact people that over that are overthrowing our government were practicing how to do it with the Bundy ranch stuff. Now, this premiere is going to be on January 6th at 6 PM. Uh, if, um, you would like, you can actually get an invite. I'm going to put out an invite. You have to register uh, to view it online uh, with mm-hmm. Eventbrite, and that link is going to be dropped. Karen, I dropped that link in. Um, uh, not only did I drop it here. Hold on a second. Let me do this. Do you
6: know, I have a lot of friends that are signing up for it?
5: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to put this out. Yeah, it's a free invite. You can watch it online. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's an epic. Epic. Right now it's long, okay? Which is fine. It's long. It's worth it. It's a lot of stuff in there. Um epic, epic premiere. And it will mm-hmm. also allow you in a QA. Uh we're gonna do a QA. I'll be in DC for the premiere. Um, uh, they're gonna open it up online. You can ask questions, and I'd like yeah, you there's guys gonna be to be q a Q&A. Yeah. So the link is going to be in the description. I'm going to put this out uh, uh, via text alert, okay, uh, so that you can join. All right. So you'll, you'll be landing on this video on the text alert if you do get it. And click the link in mm-hmm. the description. And here is a trailer uh, to give you a per- preview of what's coming with this epic documentary that's going to be premiered on Saturday, January 6th. Yep. And I'll be there live for the Q&A. You Yeah. Um, so here it is.
3: When the trial ended and they were acquitted the Bundys were acquitted and the attorney was tased and and that whole scenario happened and they were immediately grabbed and then taken down to nevada I knew something was horribly wrong.
7: Bunkerville rancher Cliven Bundy put in handcuffs. We didn't expect
14: this. It was kind of like
3: unreal that it wasn't really
13: happening in our country.
3: FBI came in. They were ready for a, a battle in Fallujah. Jack said that uh, if they if they do drag him back there, he's going to die in prison.
8: Why did he take the plea deal? Well, they said that if he didn't take it, that they were going to go pick up his friend Jack Comerford, had oh, no. cancer. Oh,
7: anyway, um, the judge heard self calls a sidebar and eric parker is ripped from the
16: stand and no longer allowed to testify
17: throughout the whole ordeal um, and in the beginning i thought well i've got my, my sixth amendment right to um a, a, a speed trial i've got speed trial right and, and then
4: boom i got no speedy trial right well i've got the right to to call witnesses and then we we, we don't get witnesses to get around that and then well, okay but i've got the right to testify on my own behalf and that's what's going to save me you know i kept falling back on the constitution i just had my last defense taken away from me Our legislator Dorothy Moon took it upon herself in writing a letter and gathering support. We helped facilitate gathering signatures for that letter. She turned that into Raul Labrador. Raul Labrador took that letter to Jeff Sessions, had a personal meeting.
3: The second trial ended. We had um, an 11 to 1 to acquit. And then I heard they were going to have a third trial
7: the unethical,
3: potentially illegal behavior
17: uh, that was highlighted by Special Agent Wooten as a whistleblower in an email that uh, or it looks like an email uh, that we have confirmed the veracity of. Uh, what's the impact of the Larry
9: Wooten memo? Answered prayer. <laughs>
6: when she gets the evidence of the snipers and, and it's on the record, they're snipers she immediately is like, I threw a guy off the stand for mentioning snipers. Um, Yeah, my husband.
4: Societally speaking and in our law, we agree that a person who has been convicted can be subjected to punishment. But when you are not convicted, you cannot be. And Ammon was chronically punished. As a citizen of Idaho,
16: it was our duty to stand up for our fellow constituent, and Bunny. There's moments where I needed, needed my better half.
4: Now I've been a political prisoner for
12: 700 days. I came in here as a free man. I didn't even leave as a free man. But
7: I never dreamed that they would hold him without bail for two years. But I never imagined it would
17: take two years.
10: Mm-hmm.
5: So, ladies and gentlemen, you can it is, we've seen it. watch it that. So we've good. seen it. It's epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we had a uh, private so epic that, that uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I was involved in the whole thing, but the mm-hmm. thing is so well done. I mean, my heart was racing multiple times. Uh this is this thing is an emotionally charging
10: mm-hmm.
5: um event in history.
6: Right, so and we were speaking was, with the producers, of, right? Yeah,
5: I was part of it. The producers invited us to a, a and, special private screen, And
6: the director and the writer. And we were mm-hmm. talking about um, how timely this is. It's so perfect. For now. Yeah. I mean, how timely it is that this portion of the final verdict, uh, episode two, is now coming out. You can catch and, episode one over on YouTube if you guys are interested. Yeah, But I, I mean, it is so well done and I was so pleased with it, right? Um, so Saturday, make sure, we're gonna be dropping those links, so make the, sure that the you guys get signed The link is also up.
5: in today's live show episode right now. If you're watching live show, it's yeah. in the description. Angie, if you, you wanna to grab, to grab that, Karen,
6: it. if you guys uh, wanna grab that and start uh, it's dropping in, that. It's
5: also thing. in the, the description. They'll be dropping mm-hmm. it uh, in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll drop it in the chat right now. Um. There it is. Uh, you can register to watch that. It's a special online screening and q and A Q&A with the defendants, one of whom is going to be yours truly. hmm So, so yeah. join us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it
6: really it really
5: uh does show. Somebody said I've never heard of this. Uh. Oh really? I, which is which is see that's why we do what yeah, we do. Yeah, this is exactly why we do what we do. So. Yeah um you guys
6: will be amazed by it if yep. you haven't heard of the bundy ranch and you didn't know that this happened and you're new to our show pete sent
5: <laughs> everybody spent needs, almost, you need to see it what
6: pete spent two years incarcerated over the Mahair national wildlife refuge occupation and then in nevada uh and, and we're talking about... And faced
5: four life sentences, yeah. by the way. Yeah,
10: mm-hmm.
5: you really did. For doing what I do each and every day.
10: Mm-hmm.
5: We're just doing this. Um, they couldn't have it because 10 hours after I exposed Hillary Clinton taking uh, $130 million to the Clinton Foundation for Uranium One.
10: Mm-hmm.
5: That's 20, 10 hours after I reported that. I was the second reporter to do mm-hmm. that. 10 hours later... Uh, Loretta Lynch had signed off on my arrest warrant. I was put in shackles and I wasn't released for 619 days. Yep.
6: I got to say, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, back when that happened 10 years ago, when Bundy Ranch happened, we're we're headed into a very special. I, I think they're planning some uh, mm-hmm. some revisits for the for April of 2024, the 10 year anniversary Mm. of, of Bundy ranch. Um, So many things have happened in between that people have tend to forget how, how uh, breathtakingly close we came to, to getting in a gunfight with federal agents, Mm. right? Because not because of anything that Clive and Bundy did, Mm. but because of what they did, right? And and that's what these are for. And it's now now keep been in mind
5: over and over the whole thing that you read about if you read about it online and Pete Santilli this and, and Clive and Bundy this and we did all these the whole thing was manufactured mm-hmm. for the purposes. This is what a federal judge said a month ago. They manufactured everything for the purposes of provoking an armed confrontation. Mm-hmm. True story. We caught yeah. them. We he had said there federal- was validity
6: in that argument, and he has said we're going to hear this. the The government wanted the judge to stop the defendant uh, Todd Engel mm-hmm. from moving forward with his lawsuit, and and the judge said, "Wait a minute." I mean, look at this. It's been proven over yeah. and over again there's validity in his argument that he was entrapped and that he was brought there hmm. so that they could so that they could do horrible things to the American people,
5: right? Now, all of our criminal indictments that you heard about from the Bundy case are all being overturned mm-hmm. because it was all fake. It was all uh, a stage thing, kind of like January 6th, all mm-hmm. fake. Yeah. January 6th was a fake, a fraud, a lie. It was a provocation um, to the highest order. So those that were involved with the Bundy Ranch manufacturing of a provocation, right, um, are also involved in the January 6th, 2021 provocation and overthrow of our elections was all manufactured, folks. And... This is an important documentary for historical reasons and also perfect timing. Perfect. Perfect timing. Okay. You guys are
6: going to see how the the FBI and the Bureau of Land Management, the Department of the Interior, and the Las Vegas Police. The one thing uh, they don't go into there is Metro Police Department and and their role. Mm-hmm. You know, in Joe Lombardo, who is now the governor mm-hmm. of of uh who, of nevada who,
5: who committed perjury online or on the on stand, the stand.
6: The they mm-hmm. we haven't gone into that yet i'm sure there's going to be another episode uh that will go into that but it was it, when we watched the metro the las vegas metro police department one after the other take mm-hmm. the stand and actually fake cry the, thank goodness the jury did not buy that mm-hmm. for one second it actually hurt Their case, because everybody's like they were because we had video of that day where Metro Police Department was walking around freely. Joe Lombardo was walking around freely. Nobody was holding guns on them like they said that they were. And we proved that in court and nobody's talking about, you know, how they lied and how Joe Lombardo lied. I cannot believe that after everything that we went through, that Joe Lombardo is now the governor of Nevada. It's, it's, it's almost puke-worthy to to tell you the truth. It, yeah. it nauseates me because that guy is. Are we off there yet? That guy. That guy is a 100% P.O.S.
5: Yes. Yep. Yes, absolutely. So click the link in the description and. Uh, attend this, this event I'm going to send out to everybody on email uh, as well as, um, as text alerts so that you can register uh, to watch the live premiere, live streamed premiere and Mm Q and A with the defendants, including yours truly. All right. All right. Watch, you know, we terrorists, you know, that attend rallies and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately we don't have a media that is scripted and told to get certain pictures of all the you know very evil terrorists they don't they don't point their cameras towards this but we do check this out Uh, by the way, uh, how many of you have heard this singing, these prayers by our patriots in, on Washington, D.C.? How many of you have seen that in the mainstream media? No, you won't. How many of you mm-hmm. seen it at the January 6th committee hearings by Liz Cheney?
6: Nope, you will not.
5: These people that have done this to our country contributed in one way, shape, or form from the mainstream media to fake Republicans Mm -hmm. that uh, try to give this false consensus feeling in in the halls of government in order to persecute anybody that should ever stand up to their power. And we will stand up to their power. We will. And your fifth-generational-style unrestricted warfare is no match for Armageddon that we've got coming to you. No match. I mean, I'm, like, overly confident about that. Sorry. Mm. No, you should be. Sound braggadocious? Mm.
6: No, it Mm. doesn't. It sounds like faith.
5: Yeah, it is. Strong faith. Strong faith. We will, but you know, and everybody needs to have the same attitude and spirit that I'm speaking of. It's not that I'm going to do anything special. Uh We're all going to do something special if our faith is strong. Um, Anybody that ever sits there and says, oh, nothing's going to get done. Well, if you continue to do nothing, nothing will get done. But if you do something, we will win. We will win. Now, has this so far been a pretty good show? We've had thousands of people shoot that song. I actually just blew out 500 demons, right? (laughs) We had 2,500 people. I played a, you know, like God scares them off. And that's what I want, the purge. The writer
6: of that song Uh, was my fiance in high school, was his roommate. He's from Cincinnati, uh, Rich Mullins. And uh, Rich Mullins and I used to sing together at our youth coffee house, or it was just a youth center, back in the day. Mm -hmm. I knew him when he was young, before he was anybody, before Mm -hmm. he wasn't anybody. Beautiful singer, talented musician, Mm
10: -hmm. and all
6: of our friends who went to the Cincinnati Bible Seminary at the time, it was called CBS. Uh, We all hung out in a tight group, a tight-knit group, and he... Was one of those people, and man, he was so talented that mm-hmm. we had a lot of talented uh, youth back in the day. So, yeah.
5: so listen, that was uh, about
6: 16, 17. So this 17. this
5: inf- this information that we're putting out, uh, I think it's a great message, right? I think it is. I think it's a great bit of information. Like uh, the premiere that's coming up, we want to reach out to as many peace people as possible. We as a group, right?
10: Mm-hmm. But
5: that's where our power is. Okay. But if you sit there and consume and just keep it and we don't share it and push it out and how we do that is by punching that rumble button. When we have 2000 people hearing my voice that are on the stream right now and we only have 415 people that say, yeah, let's put this positive message out on this show and punch that button. Um, Imagine we've got leftists that are trying to kill us. Mm -hmm. We got Satan who's trying to destroy us and capture us. Yeah. Uh, And and then on top of that, we have our own people that are just sitting on our stuff and they won't spread the good word. And that's what happens when 2,000 people are sitting there and then over show where tens of thousands of people have come through. They've literally rotated through tens of thousands, Mm -hmm. only 415 were, you know, uh, you, you can pretty much expect... That only those 415 know what's at stake and know that they have to participate. And that's how we win. And we will. And and there's nothing to stop us. <laughs> nothing. Zero will stop us. Not even, not even Hillary Clinton. Not even. Mm-mm. No. So make sure you punch that rumble button. Okay. punch that rumble button share the good word get everybody to join in to watch that documentary everybody says everyone needs to see this and not everyone is pushing it out to be seen mm. that's sad isn't it it is sad it's sad mm. why why is that and we and we can't say oh well that doesn't apply to our show it does apply to our show we literally watch that we're a microcosm of what's happening in America a very small portion of our population and a small portion of our viewership is willing to do what it takes to, to be one of God's warriors and win. And that's okay with me. Because guess what? If I have to do it by myself, I'm gonna do it because I don't need anybody else. I have my God right over my shoulder. Amen. Mm. That's it. I mean, I'm sorry, that's not a negative thing. I don't need anybody. I don't need a critic. I don't need uh, acknowledgement. I don't need accolades. I don't need to win a popularity contest. contest. I don't need the aggravation. I wish I could be doing like sports or something or, you know, maybe comment on the the cricket match in overseas or the Formula One race or I don't know, Um. whatever non-woke sport commentary. I wish I could. Um, But I got to do my part. If there's one person that I can awaken. And and let's see, I'm gonna hit the button again just to see if everybody sobered up and snapped out of it. We should 2,000 people, right? Just heard what I said. We went from four fifteen to four thirty six. Everybody else hiding like cowards. <laughs> what? Like Thumbs evil. up, everybody. No, I mean you should. It's not for me.
6: Yeah.
5: I don't care if it goes anywhere. We care if it does. We care. I, I don't care if you uh, don't like my God. I don't care. Oh, I do care. That you come to like him on your own. You can't, you're not going to mm. be forced to do that. You know? I mean, it'd be great if I could just force everybody to hit that button and save themselves. I wish I could go grab everybody off of the line in front of the icon B chamber and pull them through the fence. can't do that can't do it they have to mm-hmm. run um, voluntarily so sorry we have to in order for us to win we need to know how we've lost okay how are we losing And if you want me to just give you positive accolades, it's okay, just keep doing what you're doing, everything will be fine. No, it won't. Don't keep doing what you're doing. Change. And everybody has the power. They do. They have the power. Amen. Yeah
2: i got Blair and pole problems like the Florida sun. I got 99 counties, not a lead in one. I got the food patrol on my Dr. Shoals. Trolls are analyzed from my toes to soles. Some is to say he's Rhino Jeff Pohn. Bukhazy boots stupid and I pick my nose. So what if I put lids in my zappa toes? Or my campaign is dead and strapped for dough, They're like, oh, Zephy, just wear my whole asshole. If donors don't like me, you can blame Jeff Rowe. Mean for knees sure knee is red, cause a hoes are a hoe, And Cardillo's tits? Well I don't give a shit, so X account's canyon up to me, my whack ass and must go give him even more cash for ads, fuck it I don't know what you take me as to understand all the dorkiness that Rondy had Yeah, I collect the fish, you know I'm no Top Gun I got 99 counties, not a lead-in-one, hit me 99 counties, not a lead-in-one I got glare and problems like the Florida sun 99 counties, not a lead-in-one
5: The Dilly meme team and Ramble Rants. Dude,
12: mm-hmm. Just putting it out. <laughs> Those guys. They are putting it out.
6: Ramble and Rants uh, yeah. over on X. If you oh, guys are yeah. not part of or following You
5: gotta follow Dilly Ramble meme Rants. Team,
6: you guys have to do it.
5: You have, you have to. to.
6: They are yeah. amazing. Uh, if you're offended by language and you know, if you're offended by language or people going after uh, uh, who who are they going after these days? They're going after Ron DeSantis still. Uh. That never gets old. And, and and of course they're going after uh, Robert F Kennedy Jr. Uh, they they do a lot of stuff on him too, and it's it's pretty amazing, right? And uh, but I haven't seen them go after Vivek yet, so I'm a little surprised by that. But uh, still. These guys are amazing they are totally amazing so man you guys got to get over there and follow these guys mm-hmm. and spread the word and uh, share their material they've been at this for like two years now you know I I was looking in, I was clearing out my phone of old memes and stuff that I saved and I found an old uh, Screenshot that I took in 2019 of Brendan Dilly saying something in 2019. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't delete it. I'm going to share it with everybody Watch. On, over there on
5: X. Here's another piece. I think, you guys, I think you guys will love this. Here it is. Watch.
7: Fucking
18: up to
12: Clinton's Saturday Night Live oh, yes, yeah. Saturday Night Live. with their friends, the McDougals, and formed the Whitewater Development Corporation.
8: And that's a fact. In
7: 1980, McDougal buys the Madison Bank
17: and Trust. And partner, Hillary, 30 grand to buy a model home on Whitewater Live.
10: Cherry Valley Bank, and the Clintons claim the payment as an interest deduction on the tax return.
4: That's an illegal deduction, but the Clintons blame their accountants for the mistake. This is an intriguing
2: term. McDougal buys back the Clintons loan and has Hillary and her law firm to represent his she helps flight watch her buy a new piece of land with an illegal $300,000 loan. The shooter said his ship had cleansed all the fuck.
17: She's a girl, man. He's been standing. No, got to! These guys should talk on the phone.
4: the Clinton's friend and attorney who worked at the same firm as Hillary filed long overdue taxes for Whitewater, which contradicted most of the established financial numbers and after his suicide important papers were removed from his
5: imagine uh the <laughs> at the end they clinton, were referencing the suicides of those people right the clintons uh and the clinton body count okay mm-hmm. uh were never never able to take themselves down with their reality but i'll tell you what uh this release has absolutely destroyed hillary clinton and i love it don't you all right yeah. we'll be right back right after I
12: this do. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial, but don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at GoldCo today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA.
0: Call
14: 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete.
4: Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com.
7: The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work.
18: I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all My Pillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited, you can get my six-piece towel set regularly 109.99 now only 39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code I want to thank you for making my
8: better science leads to better outcomes so by understanding the science in much more intimate detail delivering a value product that is so different from anybody else more effective shareable really tasty all of these attributes are classic examples of true innovation it's the most effective product i've seen in 30 years
7: So when we're stepping outside into seasonal changes, low humidity, sunlight, pollution, all of these things get communicated as stress on the top layer of skin that produces free radicals and they're bad news for collagen networks. They're going to break down the collagen network and collapse that beautiful uh, tensile strength of your skin. And so that's how we end up with fine lines and wrinkles. Bella Grace is really an elevated formula.
8: Bella Grace is better than the competition for very obvious reasons. First of all, we're delivering great collagen. We're delivering Verisol, which is the world's most studied form of collagen. So we're starting at a foundation that's really top notch.
7: So to protect your collagen against these kinds of assaults, what you really want is a nutrient that's going to specifically go to the skin, neutralize free radicals and do it really well protect membranes and also have some anti-inflammatory properties to help dampen the signaling that really turns up expression of those scissor enzymes and natural astaxanthin in the bella grace elixir is able to do all of those things every day you would have to eat six fillets of wild king salmon in order to get three milligrams of natural astaxanthin found in bella grace's elixir
8: But there's two other elements that we focus in on with our other key ingredients that are in the elixir, and that is astaxanthin and cat's claw and the value of adding those two elements in addition to the collagen is centered on the formation of collagen in skin so you activate all the processes that string the peptides and amino acids together you're generating healthy productive collagen at the same time you're also turning off the damaging pathways that break up collagen so unless you take into account count those components that optimize the process to make collagen and switch off the processes that destroy collagen you're really missing the big picture it's not enough to just consume the collagen you have to link it all up and protect it that's what bella grace does so the elixir is really the perfect choice it's shareable in a single unit you get the right dose so you're getting the correct benefits that match the clinical trials and it also gave us the opportunity to have a great flavor it's just yummy
5: That's right. And uh it is
6: yummy.
5: Yes, it is yummy. We're partnered <laughs> uh with Bella Grace. We yeah. believe in the product, and that's a nice little educational piece uh that tells you a little about a little bit more about why we're you know so raving about it. Uh, and you can go to Pete.bellagraceglobal.com yeah. uh to order yours. Yeah. And if you uh say well you know i can't you know i don't have the discretionary income to order anything additional Well, guess what you can uh through referrals because it's uh direct marketing and influencer marketing as in you know offering it up on shows like this mm-hmm. a small portion goes towards our show up uh, and you can actually pay for your product through the referral network all right deb yeah uh so I'm i've gonna... been
6: using uh uh, the elixir for three weeks, and um, just last week I started using their skincare products, and I couldn't be happier with it. It's fantastic! Awesome.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that's not gonna it's tough to segue from happiness to not so happiness. Oh boy, yeah, listen, <laughs> what have we got? Listen to this final commentary on our way out,
14: mm-hmm. but let's keep in mind these people that are wanting to come here. They want to come for a better life too. They have kids too. They have a heart too. They so we don't need to be disrespectful. We don't need to talk about them as criminals. They're not. They're families that want a better life and they're desperate to get here. But let's keep in mind these people that are wanting to come here. These
5: people are they illegal. Want to
14: come for a better life too. Sure. They mm-hmm. have kids too. Yeah. They have a heart too. Yeah. They, so mm-hmm. we don't need to be disrespectful. Oh no. We don't need to talk about them as
5: criminals. You know what? That they're guy not. that robbed the bank. Uh, mm-hmm. He was just looking for a better life. He had to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. So he stole the money from the bank. You don't need to call him a criminal. He is just, he's got good intentions. Yeah. He's got a good heart.
6: So, Nikki Haley.
5: He just wants more money. Well, when I. Listen, so he stole it.
6: Listen, when I listen to her, Pete, remember just a couple of weeks ago, Nikki Haley was talking about we should police people's speech on social media and in the public square that we should police and from there you know people that are talking and have opinions about the current news and what's happening she said that there should be uh, policing of that and that people should actually be punished for such things and and then um it has also come out that when it, it, one of the reasons she is a First Amendment nightmare, this woman. All right. She is. Um, the, now it's also come out that when Nikki Haley was born here in the United States of America, she and Vivek were Ramaswami. Neither one of their parents were American citizens at the time of their birth. Right. They um, now Nikki Haley. Is a natural, is it not naturalized? Uh, what do they call it? Yeah, an anchor baby, right? And there
5: is a sperm a, receptacle.
6: There is a strong debate as to whether or not she, people like her, and people like Vivek Ramaswamy are eligible to be the president of the United States of America because neither one of their parents were born here, right? They were immigrants. Uh, here on visas and so um, in her case I think Vivek one of his parents I'm not real sure but there's a question about him too the same thing that happened with Barack Obama of course right where was he born you know uh, is he legitimate this question is being raised in a serious way uh, about about Nikki Haley and um, yeah, I think it's something that is going to be debated along the way. So here she is talking about immigrants coming to this country, to, and that we shouldn't punish them, right? And that uh, they aren't criminals. And there's a reason she's doing that. Uh, it's all political for her, right? She's going to make that. She's going to make that part of her campaign because that there's a question about her question about her legitimacy so uh, we need to keep an eye on that but above all that she is once again out there saying that we have to police speech that we cannot call illegal criminals people (laughs) we can't call people that are coming into this country illegally we we can't call them criminals we have to stop that we have to stop doing that so
5: There you go. So hilarious, isn't
6: it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've got the we've got the same thing happening with her that we had with Barack Obama, and many other people. Remember, Bill Richardson was the same way. Ted Cruz, there was a question about whether or not Ted Cruz was even eligible to run for the presidency. He was in the same situation. Not both of his parents were. Uh, citizens of the United States of America where he was born. People who were born outside yeah. of the United States of America are suddenly running for president in this country. So, yeah, there's a big concern.
5: Yeah, I've uh, I've weighed in on the illegal immigrant thing. And mm-hmm. sure, we want to, you know, I guess, welcome them. They should be coming here illegally, but they're being used as pawns mm-hmm. in this whole scheme.
6: Well, to, to say that, an illegal immigrant is not a criminal, and try to push, try to push us to start and and you know social engineer us to stop saying that mm. is I don't think a very good thing no. for a presidential
5: candidate. Before to be doing. we go to the final break and out, and by the way, I'll be doing an interview. If you come into our locals channel, uh, by the way, I'm going to be doing a giveaway. Uh, we bought a bunch of pillows because we tried to help Mike Lindell out. We did that on behalf of our listenership. We and did. I tried to give them away to give you guys an incentive to become a local subscriber. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of your
6: local su- subscribers said that they just got theirs and well, they can't wait to try it out. So.
5: Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be doing more pillow giveaways. Okay. I'm going to be doing, and it's going to happen randomly. Now you're still able to, if you come over to our locals channel, uh, we're giving away a, a free pillow if you get an annual subscription, but basically mm-hmm. the pillows, you know, 40-something bucks Annual subscription is 40-something bucks. It's a it's a wash um, But we need your support. So if you go to Pete Santilli or if you're on rumble best way hit that join button when we're done by the way thousand, tens of thousands of people actually because of the rotating in and out, you know when you see 2000 Rot, people rotate in and out um we had of those tens of thousands 474 godly souls that said i'm going to do my part we're going to help push this out we're going to push this onto the can you take front, me off camera front page huh
6: can you take me off camera uh, I can't. doorbell
5: doorbell yeah. okay all right you have a and delivery we'll,
6: coming today
5: we'll see you guys we'll see you guys uh this afternoon at four o'clock jonas on local's I'll punch up the interview that I do um, with his glory.
10: Amen.
12: Ladies and gentlemen, an illegal entry into this country, okay? Even though we love them, we want them to come in. We want to give them asylum status. We don't want them to go anywhere else if they're coming from a war-torn country. But because they're in the hands of the coyotes, because they're in ha- in the hands of the drug cartels, they're being told to come across the border outside of the border patrol facility. Why? So that the drug cartels can, can escort their drugs up because they know the border patrol agent is going to be taken off the line. We must tell all of the immigrants if there's Five million of them that come here. Come here, stay away from the drug cartels. They're raping women. I spoke to the Guatemalan refugees, they're being mistreated, they're being treated inhumanely, and they're being told that the proper way to come into the United States is outside of a border patrol facility. These are professionals, they want to help them. We are compassionate, we want to help them. We must communicate this to the immigrants, we want to welcome them. We're not sending anyone away, we are stopping the chain of human trafficking.